Two guys, one day, one night, one afternoon, and one single podcast will go through somewhere between 10 and 15 murders. Nope. Okay, ready to go. Welcome to the uh, Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. We're your host. Uh, I'm Dylan. And I'm Joe. And you know what that sound means? It's time for another edition of our favorite show. And today's episode is called July's Finest Wheel. Joe, why Ooh. is it called July's Finest Wheel? If there's any wheel in July that's as fine as it possibly can get, which is the word finest. It's so we've fine. got it. It's, it's on mighty this, fine. It's on this fucking show this time. July's no, finest wheel. It's fine as wine, and I feel good. Da, 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 da. We're spinning the wheel again on the JG, uh, DJPP. <laughs> GGBP. We're spinning the wheel on the DJBP. I feel like my numbers and letters are all off today, too. I'm Joe. This is Dylan. We're spinning the wheel again. Can you remind the folks of what that means? What that means, imagine a world. Imagine a world. In a world with a wheel. In a world where you smoke 45 packs of cigarettes a day and you comment on movies and trailers. We have July's Finest Wheel. And on July's Finest Wheel, two guys, one day, one night, one afternoon, and one single podcast will go through somewhere between 10 and 15 murders. Nope. 10 and 15 random things on a wheel generated by the random topic generator. Random topic generator. The random topic generator is an AI-based algorithm. It's an algorithm to create topics that you can't possibly even think of. And that AI algorithm is DJBB, our resident robot and owner and producer of the show so what happens on july's finest wheel is we pretend it's wheel of fortune um which we are we're not we're not claiming the wheel of fortune this is not Wheel of fortune this is july's finest wheel so joe you ready to fucking rip this goddamn thing i sure am we're gonna spin this wheel around and figure out what we can say about these topics that uh we haven't actually looked into at all we just randomized them and I'm ready, I'm ready to give it a spin, folks. I mean, if you liked our last time we did this, uh, we did it way back in our sixth episode, uh, way a, a long time ago. And then we did it again pretty recently, and now we're doing it again. And it's like, get ready, because it's a basement podcast. It's a basement podcast. And if basement you're... podcast. Thank you very much, DJBB no slash um, Stephen Hawking. If you're, if you're in the car, instead of honking if you're horny, give it a honk if you want to spin this fucking wheel. Give it a honk. honk. Let them know. I don't know who's fucking boss. What what podcast you listen to? Two honks if you're if you're if you're feeling lucky. So we're gonna share our screen. Let's get this going. We're gonna try to for those of you listening to the car. We're gonna try to um, we're gonna try to visual you know paint a picture for you about what's going on as best as we can. 
It looks like uh, a big we wheel. Screen. This looks like Picture a big wheel. Picture the wheel of fortune, but it's upright, and it's not fortune. It's words. It's words. So um, here it is. July's finest motherfucking basement wheel from a podcast. We're going to start this fucking bitch. And uh, sound effects are on. Nice. Here we go. Okay. So uh, how do I spin this thing, Joe? You're usually the spinner. Well, I can't see it yet, so you haven't shared screen yet. But I once you definitely do... did share the screen, but clearly, oh, <laughs> just selected it, didn't share it. Hey. Uh, okay. There we are. Here we go. All right. We got a couple topics here, guys. We got 15 Very topics nice. for us today. And uh, you can't see this bar I'm moving around, right? Yeah, I know I cannot. I can see no okay, music thank available. Fucking God. No, 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 no. If that's that's up there, it's gonna it's gonna make yeah, sound when I spin yeah, it. Yeah, so I would just say just hit just click the spin it button, you know. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. That sounds good. words up here. Some we got of our 15, proper nouns. 15 words, some proper nouns. Two. Oh shit, what no, no, these are just words. This is <laughs> this is the first time that Dylan developed the wheel. Some of these look like paragraphs. This is gonna be fun. Dylan developed the wheel. We have an algorithm that is AI-based. Uh, well, I'm just that saying that robots you that the algorithm the in DJVP when I did it came up with single words. And when you yeah, well, you know what it, it's it is July's message. finest wheel, not May's uh Joseph uh Collins wheel. So you never I'm know I'm what's pumped. gonna happen. I'm pumped. All it did was see it saw a cowboy hat. It's Damn! Oh, so some of these are people. All right, all right I'm gonna. It's up. a cowboy hat. It's not a stolen shirt. I am wearing a stolen shirt. I stole the shirt, and it said, "Here's the here's what you get." Fifteen. It's not hard for me to believe you didn't buy that earnestly, but I, I can't imagine you wearing it. On a no, I, I got this for free. Um, someone left it at somewhere, and I took it. So, all right, let's do it. All right, let's go. First topic. Um, so, uh, so like a proper gentleman that I am, Joe, I'm gonna spin it for you, and you're gonna you're gonna. Oh, we both talked. What am I doing? Oh, couldn't D- isn't DJ BP supposed to spin it? Yes, uh, DJ, can you give us a fucking rip, my friend? Give us a rip, DJ, please. Here we go. Oh, Honolulu handshake. Honolulu handshake. Uh, does anybody know what a Honolulu handshake is? Uh, we have both discussed this. Um, um, I'm assuming, I don't remember what we said, but I'm assuming you went on Urban Dictionary and looked up sex things and you found your favorite one. Is that, am I okay. close? Um, you are very close to that. Mm-hmm. I went on Urban Dictionary about a year ago with you and uh, we typed in city names. Okay, um, all right. Because I do, I do recognize the the phrase Honolulu handshake, but I couldn't tell you exactly what it is. Besides that, it's a sexual move. It's a, uh, it's it's pretty much uh, replaced the board game Monopoly. If you open Urban Dictionary and you type in a city, and then you click okay. one of the cities that has a thing like you know a Memphis. Uh, a Memphis hot dog bun or a, you yeah, know, the city uh, and then whatever now Boston deep dive or a, you know, Cincinnati uh, f- uh, finger crunch, Cleveland you know, like steamer, Cleveland steamer, classic one. <laughs> you get one. So uh, today's algorithm brought us the uh, Honolulu handshake, uh, which is the act of a nun swimming underneath someone at the beach and mm-hmm. subsequently giving them a hand job. Yeah. To the immense surprise and delight of the recipient. Totally well, surprised. I, I think that probably depends on the, the yeah, recipient, but probably true most of the time. 
Yeah, exactly. So although the act is not well known, it's surprisingly commonplace. In fact, the Honolulu... In You're fact, just reading the definition. <laughs> in fact, the I had to figure out what this is somehow. In fact, the Honolulu handshake, along along with its common variant, the Pope Grope, is the third most commonly practiced beach activity enjoyed by nuns, preceded only by the Guatemalan knife fight and building sand convents. Um, so that's it. So if you are at the beach and all of a sudden you're just swimming, and all of a sudden you see something dark approaching you in the water, you might think it's dark. It might not be a shark. Been a it lot might of shark be attacks a, in the a woman of the recently. cloth in a full habit. Yep. And so she's, and she's, she has a bad habit, and that habit is jerking off strangers at the beach. At the beach. Wow. Like one guy said, man, that was quite the Honolulu handshake. I really didn't see that one coming. Um, we were all swimming, and then I saw snorkels and veils. Next thing you know, I was up to my Pokemon cards and Honolulu handshakes. Well, I, I do love the definition, and now I clearly remember you reading this word for word when you said pokemon cards that's hilarious yeah. but it yeah. has so little to do with hawaii it could be in fucking cape cod for all we know and actually it'd be, be much more likely to have a nun in cape cod than in honolulu, honolulu i would imagine i would imagine i mean have you ever had a cape cod handshake joe uh uh i don't, I don't think i have is that one is that when people uh sell you oxycontin on the beach <laughs> You know, it could be. I don't know. I, I don't know the definition of that one. It would take some research to figure out what that is. But uh, I, all I, do, all I, do, that. I do know what the Honolulu handshake is. Wow. That is something that uh, that I I must have suppressed in my mind. Thank you for dragging it back up. But now it's right in the forefront again. It's right in the forefront. All right. Well, thank you to DJ BP for uh, putting this in the list. Thank you, DJ. Uh, you have spent too much time with Dylan. Yep. And if you ever, uh, any of the listeners ever get a Honolulu handshake, um, just be sure to um, be sure to comment on that. Let us know that one. Uh, yeah. Our listeners don't do shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty Even crazy. our new listeners, I don't think are having any uh, inappropriate times with nuns. But if you do, like Dylan said, go, go ahead. Email yeah, us. Just comment. comment. We'll have, we're always looking for new guests. Uh, so we'll have you on. So um, yeah. Uh, all right, let's give this a spin. Let's see how what's up. Let's give this a spin. There we go. We're spinning the wheel. Where it stops, nobody knows. We're and landing we on. We have got Costco, Sam's Club, or just raw dog and groceries. Joe. Very nice. What does that mean? Well, the first thing I think of when I hear that is uh, BJ's, anybody? I mean, fuck. Costco, Sam's Club. I've never even been to a Sam's Club. And uh, Costco, I consider the Pepsi of BJ's. Costco is the Pepsi of BJ's. That's what I think. I'm sure in some parts of the nation, they've never even heard of BJ's. But as far as I am concerned, Berkeley and Jensen's is the wholesale uh, building for me. So that's what BJ stands for? Mm-hmm. Getting I only really know that one because if you go to buy their water or their vodka, it's labeled Berkeley and Jensen's. No shit. Okay. All right. So is, uh, does Costco mean... Kirklands? Um, no, it doesn't because it's a K. But um, I think that Kirkland is, is also a BJ's brand, maybe. Or Kirkland it's is definitely the Costco brand. Is it Co- so that's the Costco instead yeah. of Berkeley and Jensen's, it's the Kirkland. Yep. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. Well, that, I thought okay. Costco was like, uh, you know, it's a portmanteau of like uh, cost cutting corporation or something like that. 
Probably Costco, Costco. It's probably yeah, I don't think I don't think like, like Bob Costco like, started it, but you know, you know, you know, Jebediah Berkeley and you know Michael Jensen almost certainly started Berkeley and Jensen's. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, so Costco, Sam's Club, uh, BJ's is missing because it's probably superior, um, or just raw dog and groceries and going broke all the time. Um, That's what raw dog and groceries is. Yeah, yeah. It I, is. It I, means, by the context just, clues, I thought it was like you're just getting a wholesale, uh, you know. No, no, it means like you just go to so like people who go to Costco and Sam's Club and BJ's because they're all the same category. Mm-hmm. Sam's Club is Walmart. Walmart owns Sam's Club. Uh, yeah. BJ's, like it says, Berkman Jensen. Costco is fucking whatever. I <laughs> Walmart was like, we're not saving people enough money. Uh, yeah, let's-, let's let's put a warehouse out there. Um, one, I got my first go kart from Sam's Club. That was fun. And then, oh, okay. I thought it was from BJ's. Costco sells a fucking dope surfboard pad for like a hundred bucks. And then, where is there a um, Sam's Club uh, around you? I know there's one in Worcester. It's the only one I've ever there's seen. There's one life. in there. There was one uh, in uh, uh, on Route 9 in Framingham. Oh, okay. Or Natick. I don't know if it's still there, but as a kid, we used to go to that one. Gotcha. And yeah, so you obviously you pay a membership fee like 60, 60 bucks a year. Uh, that, that's get, why i mean it's such a small you know fee to get in but i've never bought a membership to any of those i never have either so i don't think i don't think you're really saving any money i think you are uh, well you're buying well, everything let's, let's, let's debate bulk. on this right now that's what we're doing that's the whole point of this so you think we're saving any money. i think you are saving money i think for me it's more of a convenience thing like i'm really interested in joining one of these they just none of them are fucking near me because I want yeah. to, I like to, instead of like going to raw dog groceries by buying fucking four paper towels at a time, you buy 24. And oh, so raw dogging is just like buying it as you need it. As you need it. Style. Yes, exactly. So yeah, well then in that case, I raw dog groceries every single week. I've raw dog groceries on a daily basis. There you go. Not even every week. I go. just, it's in terrible. that case, you're not saving money. If that's your no. argument, then you're correct. It's awful. Uh, you know, but I also don't. Uh, here's the problem with Costco, Sam's Club, and BJ's mm-hmm. you cannot buy chicken breasts in bulk because who the fuck? All of a sudden, it's like been like four days in your fridge. Like, oh, let's cook these chicken breasts. That's disgusting. You should cook chicken breasts, fish, fucking that type of shit. You should cook that real quick. You know, mm-hmm. like, well, you're getting specific because you're, you're hitting the, the, the peak of the problem here, which is that when you buy things wholesale, if you buy perishable items, you need to have 10 kids. That's the only way for it to work. Exactly. But if you buy everything else in the store, non-perishable items, paper towels, TP is a big one for me. It doesn't go bad and you're never going to stop needing it anytime soon. You're not going to get sick of it. Yeah, I've had enough of toilet paper. I'm going to try uh, buying no, Febreze bottles for my asshole. Uh, yep. going forward here or even uh the bj's vodka or whatever it is but, but 100 pack of skittles these things are never going to go bad or at least it'll take a very long time for the skittles to go bad in that case and in that case if you're going to use it all up and you have the money beforehand you're saving money every single time you use it and that membership is going to pay for itself within two trips 60 dollars is a pain in the ass amount to spend but if you buy 200 uh you know, pallets of toilet paper, you won't have to wipe your ass with your hand until uh, the cows come home. Yeah, exactly. And it's nice to have, it's nice to have an abundance of things. It's like, oh, it's already bought for the year. Mm-hmm. I don't need to worry about it. We've got enough toilet paper to last us fucking six months. Like I, yeah. I'm all, I'm all on board with it. So uh, 
um, DJ BP put this on here because like uh, I'm really interested in Costco. If you guys are listeners in like your Costco Sam's Club, probably not Sam's Club because it just sounds like that's not really doing great. Or your Costco BJ's guy or gal or yeah. whatever you are, um, let us know. Like just let us going. Like you know, if you, like me and Joe, you know, don't have a lot of uh, you know. I'm never gonna need that much of anything. I mean, the other thing about right. it is that you have to commit to having the same product for the foreseeable future, which I will never do. Even with toilet paper, I might go Angel Soft. I might go Charmin. I don't know what I'm gonna do next time. All right, that's where you're wrong now. I'll tell you this. So. I can't believe you flipped it on me. You still have to skip the position if you don't. No, I flipped you, but you don't always need the nicest toilet paper because what they do is. Wait a minute. You think Angelsoft is the nicest toilet paper? No, no, well, no, no. I, I don't go for those brands. I go for like the middle one. Like sometimes that is you the get middle like a one. thousand sheets of market basket toilet paper. And it's, uh, it's not the cheapest, but it's not the most expensive. It must and, be close to the cheapest market dude, I've basket never, toilet paper. Here's my market thing. basket is the ghettoest rest, uh, sorry, restaurant, grocery store I've ever been to. Aldi's in market basket in my head, dude, they're Aldi neck and is neck. so bad, dude. Aldi's they're neck shit. and neck in Here's my, my in thing. My this is, I just right, came so, from market basket an hour and a half ago, just, just for the record. Okay, so maybe the Providence one, but I'm either full-blown Whole Foods nah, or the market basket. I'm one or the other. There's no, there's no middle ground for me. I am Whole Foods. Or market basket because there's not a Trader Joe's near me, but that's where I'm at. I'm one or the other. There's it's um yeah your your feet and mark is market ba- the thing with market basket that no one's talking about is that the the shelves get emptied so fucking fast so nothing sits. Mm-hmm. So you're getting the same fucking box of goldfish that you get at goddamn Stop and Shop, but mm-hmm. um but it's, it just doesn't so show as much. Yeah, and market basket's got a fucking hell of a frozen shrimp. All right, that's very specific. It is, I know. So, like, I'm I'm feeling market basket. I used to think it was really shitty, like you. I think it is and shitty. I think it's, it's it's weird <laughs> as fuck. It's like 1991 in there all the time. It's all the their workers have to wear smocks from the 70s. It's a weird setup where it's all you're always people are always like bumping into you, even though it's a grocery store. It's like there's no room. Everything's yeah. packed in everywhere. They line the entire outside of the store, which looks cute with like little shops and stuff. But instead, it's just you're always bumping into people. All the food, they're like, it's only $5 for a piece of pizza or a, or a chicken sandwich here. You can get it right at the grocery store. It's trash. It's all trash. It's why they sell it for that. And I, I waited at the deli for 20 minutes today. There was only one person ahead of me. What the hell's going on here? I went to yeah. go buy my shit in line. There was five registers open. And there was, I don't know, a thousand people there. I waited in line for, I had five items. I waited in line for a whole goddamn day. And we get it. It's a little bit cheaper, but... I'm right in the middle, man. I, I, I'm not going to argue for it, but I, I don't go usually for the Whole Foods or the Market Basket. I go right in the middle with Stop and Shop. It's better quality, better experience. You pay more. You don't get the real good quality of Whole Foods, but you don't have to go to Market Basket. It, it, I'll yeah. pay an extra dollar to not sit in the fucking deli line for 20 minutes with no one is there. There's no one there. Why the hell am I waiting for so long? And the kid gave me a goddamn pound. I wanted... Uh, Actually, it got me pretty good. He's like, it's a little bit over. I was like, I'll take a half pound of roast beef. He goes, it's a little bit over. He hands it to me. <laughs> it's a fucking pound and a half. I'm like, all right, it's a little bit too much over, man. I'm not paying <laughs> the half over is a little deal. He should do what he did in the movie, The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke, where yeah. he takes the, he, it's a little bit over. Sometimes you just like the, the person cutting the meat just eats a piece and they go, how's that now? And they go, yeah, it's good. Or Mickey Rourke takes the fucking meat and then just throws it at the back wall and, and then goes, <laughs> 
Or is that better now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's so fucking funny. The wrestler, watch that movie. He works in Deli Counter. Before right. we click spin again, because we had a lot of topics to cover, you didn't mention how much of a fucking shithole Shaw's is because I don't, I must be a money-laundering no institution. Around Shaw's there. is a shitbag shithole. Yeah. None of them are nice. They're so run down and no one's in there. So yeah. like, if you want to get a, uh, you know, a box of Frosted Flakes, it's dusty. Like, what is that? But it's run yeah, that, down at the same time. How long have they been there? To get That's dusty? not cool. Not cool. That's like a gum wrapper at a shell station. Like it has to be there for like six months before it gets dusty. You know, it, that's just, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I think that also a good contender we haven't brought up there is Price Chopper. I think that's a good option as well. I'd rather go to Price Chopper or Stop and Shop than Market Basket every day of the week. And because, you know, we, I think it's because that saying you and I are usually not shopping for an entire family of people. So really going the Whole Foods route or not Whole Foods, wholesale route like BJ's or Sam's Club, you have to want to be like buying like for a party or like a full family of people for like eight months. And we usually don't have that in our future um, this month. So there's really no need for that much of one thing. Yeah, I, mean, I, I want to give it a shot though, but you know, we'll see where things go. It's been I always want to do it for like one or two items, but it, it, mind, I, can't, you know? yeah. I can't justify buying up. a membership just to buy one pallet of NOS or whatever weird thing I want to have. More Get a of. fucking pallet of NOS, man. It could save you a couple hundred bucks a year. You never know. Honestly, it saves you a shit ton because it's like three fifty now for a goddamn energy drink, and it used to be two fifty. If you get it in a pallet, it's like a dollar. So there you go. Jesus, goddamn Christ! The fucking NOS prices are going off the chain. These Joe NOS prices are going up like gas consumer. prices. You know, it's old NOS. Thanks a lot, Joe Biden. All right. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Joe Biden. All right. Um, Let's all right, again. we're gonna spin this fucking thing again, and uh, and we're gonna we're gonna do that. Okay. Anything could happen. Anything what do we got happen? next. What do we got on this next? random word generator? Random word generator. I'm actually happy. Eliminates because Hanlu and AJ came up again. Already had that. There we go. Already. Perfect. Got out Spin of the way. this fucker again. One more time, DJ. Thank you, DJ, for spinning this fucking thing. And we have. Ah, we have Austrian inventor Franz Reichelt and his parachute. All right. I have no idea who that is. Okay, I do. Uh, thank God. Shocker. Uh, someone, someone, Shocker. Knows, someone knows who this is. And oh, um, good, it's, good. It's, but thanks to you, it's a really, really, really quick story. Um, thanks to me. Franz Reichelt <laughs> uh, and his parachute. Um, Reichelt. Front, this is in it's the, not Reich like, Health, isn't like the third Reich, probably Reich the third Reich. Well, I probably doesn't want to he doesn't want to remind himself of third Reich, although he died before that. So um, I, I hear the name Franz and I think about uh that part of Europe. Franz like Archduke Bricks? Franz Ferdinand, the immortal witch. I thought you think of Franz Bricks. That's Hans Blix. Oh, okay. What is what does parachute remind you of? It reminds me of uh GP Cooper. Oh, nice. Uh, my first thought would be um the, uh, the the parachute we had in like pre-K. Well, yeah, well, that reminded me that of it because cool. last time we spun the wheel, one of the words was parachute and you talked about that. No fucking way. Yeah, we talked about that. the uh, the gymnasium parachute for like was probably 20 one. minutes. Dude, that was yeah. a good one. I know. So this guy is uh, from Austria and it's got to be in the early 1900s. 
and okay. he um he fought so hard joe like so hard mm -hmm. to get permission to test his parachute off of the empire state building and he just oh, kept, this. kept fighting they said no no franz he wanted to be the first base jumper yeah and with a homemade parachute because he has this new new invention it's like this new parachute it's really mm -hmm. cool and they said no franz we, sh we can't really do that and, you know in their french accents and he just kept fighting oh the empire state building or are you talking about the eiffel tower i said eiffel tower didn't i no <laughs> definitely not because i was like oh he's in america <laughs> i would never thought of that <laughs> sorry eiffel tower um, okay yeah gotcha. he just he just kept fighting so hard to jump off the eiffel tower with his with his homemade parachute because he just is, is obviously you know when we test it out you yeah jump when we test it out he did this and uh he jumped off and hit the ground uh without the parachute working and died damn yeah i like that i like him kind of funny yeah i mean he, i mean so, he's at the same this is a very weird uh subsection of history of people who are like kind of geniuses but also idiots because like he obviously was stupid enough to think this might work but he was smart enough to develop his own parachute and had the wherewithal and the bravery to be like i'm gonna test it out by doing something that i cannot come back from whether or not it works <clears throat> he had a lot of faith it reminds me of that guy who uh who built the bird wings in italy and he jumped off the bridge with the with the wings and he did the same trying thing. to flap yeah it's great yeah I mean, just think about all the people who are great uh, skydiving instructors or, you know, paratroopers. You, uh, those guys crawled so you could run. You know, guys like that who just took one for the team and just, just went uh, straight down to the earth at uh, terminal velocity. Yeah, like you got to love those, that, that group of uh, mostly men, if not 100% men. That I would say that added. group has got to be <laughs> <laughs> nearly 100%. Yeah. Yeah, they think that like we died our 70s and 80s because of old age, but it's probably because you know you're this guy and you live in Paris and you go like, yeah, I am going to make the sickest parachute. It's gonna work so well, and I'm gonna jump off the Empire State Building and prove to everyone how cool I am and yeah. how well I can make a parachute. And you jump off and it but does sheer absolutely nothing, and you get you like just turn to a flat. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I like that shit though. Well, I think it's also a hilarious way to commit suicide. Be like, I'm testing out my new parachute. <laughs> you just jump. <laughs> Everyone has to watch. Oh yeah. It never even opens. You just jump. I saw a great video last week of a guy, I mean, bawling out of his mind. Um, it's probably like a couple of years old, but he has a GoPro on his head, as you do. He uh he jumps. I don't know, it must have been out of a plane or something, because he but it was a pretty low flying plane. Because he lands precisely on the top of a skyscraper. And he has one of those parachutes where you can, like, kind of steer it. With the yeah, two yeah, sides, yeah. Right? yeah. Lands on the skyscraper. Immediately, two security guards come up. And they start yelling at him. And he starts, oh, grabbing, this. Yeah. He starts grabbing his parachute. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, what are you going to do? I think it's not even in English. But you can tell he's like, oh, I'm, I won't have it again. They're like, all right, well, get out of here. Get out of here. And as soon as he packs it up, he turns and just books it the other side. And just jumps off the skyscraper again. The two guys just have to watch him go. What can you do? He's like yeah. a superhero at that point. It's like, try to stop me. And yep. then he lands on the beach. I saw, I like saw that. That's badass. exactly the video I was thinking of. And they're Love like, it. don't do it. Don't jump. And he's like, I'm jumping. And jump. well, you can't stop me. You can't yep. stop me. You can't jump off, You're gonna jump off and grab me. It's the best way to escape anything, at least for another two minutes. They cannot oh, yeah. stop you while you're in the air. It reminds me of the, um, 
all of the other videos I've seen of wingsuit people eating eating it, and it's not oh, like yeah. you're skateboarding and eating it. Like they hit trees going 200 miles an hour, so it's not good for them. Yeah, like but they take crazy risks. And they're like trying to like they're like I really feel alive, and then they just go too low and hit a fucking Christmas tree growing inside a mountain, and it's it's game over. Yeah, it, it's a weird like bundling, right? Because if you're the kind of guy who's gonna risk that, you're also the kind of person who's not gonna play it safe. So you're inherently more at risk for getting injured because you're already a adrenaline junkie. So the very fact that you're flying a wingsuit doesn't just mean that wingsuits are dangerous, which they are. It's also that you're gonna go like kiss the cliff while you're going 200 miles an hour, and that'll do you. Yeah, and then you just get to sit with your friends the beer after and go, that was pretty fucking cool. But there's a risk mitigation that most people have where they go, is the risk reward thing? Like, there's no reward for that. And uh, besides, like, wow, that guy's a fucking nut. That's it's it. It's the thrill. Like, it's the thrill of it. It's yeah, it's be. the thrill. Some people like that nervous, jittery feeling of when you're almost in a fatal car crash. Some people get off on that. And those people fly yeah. wingsuits at cliffside. And people like me... Uh, try to avoid that at all costs. I like to get my rocks off without having rocks hit me. Because even through all the dangerous things that I've done, I've taken a a decent amount of risks. I think you're riskier than I am. I definitely am, but I don't like that feeling. When that happens, like sometimes it even happens. I get get that feeling sometimes when the sun's completely down past the horizon Mm -hmm. and I'm four miles from my car in the woods and I'm like, fuck. Like, yeah, I hope you, this you sun doesn't feel alive, out. man. Yeah, but it does it. Not that one. That that that's one that doesn't make you feel great. Like you know, and same with all the near terror d- death accidents I've had with cars and snowmobiles and you know bikes and fucking yeah. Else. But you know that feeling where even if you're sitting well, down after it's wheel. over, you're still your hands are still shaking because you're still adrenaline just buzzing through you. I don't like it because I think about it. I remember I, I I'm not gonna mention them, but I, I remember all these events and I don't like them. Like I wish I didn't. Yeah. I wish it didn't happen because it's like wow, I came so close. Yeah, yeah it's not not good. Yeah, um, some people love that shit. They're they're uh, crazy and uh, good for them. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. I, I'm just thankful that it never went bad for me. Right. For the most well, part, that's why so. I think it's never that tragic when like a skydiver who's done it for like seven years like hits the deck hard and they die. I'm like I I don't feel good about it, but I'm not like. Oh, what a tragedy. It's like they didn't it's get hit in a drunk driving accident. Like they were like, this is I've been riding this line all day long and I get my uh, my nuts off on being this close to it. And then one day I, I hit it. I don't think that they would be like, shit, I should have never done this. I think they would have been like, yeah, that's what I was doing. And then the one time it fucked up. What are you gonna yeah, do? Yeah, no, exactly. And not not all those who live by the sword die by the sword, but some do. And when they do, do. you you go, you go, eh, fucking this is terrible. I wish he was here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he you know i play russian <laughs> roulette yeah and mostly all he was he was he was here yeah um, not to be uh exclusionary but uh, uh most of the people who do this stupid ass shit that you almost die are guys and that definitely like yeah. you said brings down the uh the average age of death when you know however many percentage of males die in their early 20s because of doing shit like this it brings yeah. down the average a lot yeah, it sure does God, is that funny? But sad. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I think it's time for our first commercial break. I think so too. We'll be right back after that. There's the old bells, the jingle bells of the door. All right. We all. Hey, what's going on? Just want to give you guys a look at my morning commute. You know, I wake up, make myself a cup of water, and then I uh, I walk off the island of this dock here. 
And then when it's ready to go to work time, I go ahead and I, I hop in my uh, boat here. And I do the commute across the lake so that I can get into my car and then go to work. <laughs> it's 7 o'clock. So let's uh, let's share the old screen uh, and let's give this the old spin race. Hey, DJ BP, our resident robot. Spin again, DJ. Spin again. Ooh, a word. All right, everybody, we landed on the word curved. All right. So first thing I'm thinking about this is like a curve has a lot of different meanings. Obviously it's the shape that like, you know, goes off of its trajectory, turns a bit. Um, the first thing I think of though, is like uh, how curve has made a huge uh, uptick in the past, I don't know, 10, 15 years to describe people's bodies. Well, that I would be never curvy. Heard... Cur curved, different. Yeah. Curved would be someone with like scoliosis. Like, oh, I'm curved. Curvy. Wait, wait, wait. What did you call it? Curved would be like someone who has scoliosis. That's what you Curve, call it? Scoliosis? Curved. Scoliosis, yeah. Uh, I thought it was scoliosis. I, you know what, dude? I'm not, uh, I didn't go to that type of college, so I don't know. <laughs> You're such a fucking bullshitter. <laughs> Every time I didn't go to college, so I don't know. I, I pick said it that, up. That I type pick of it up college. as I like, go. Oh, I didn't go to a medical school either. I, uh, I don't know. I didn't go Maybe to that type of college. I don't know. I don't fucking know. What, what did I say? I mean, scoliosis. scoliosis. Scoli? Scoli? I don't know. I think it's, I, I thought it was scoliosis. You know, I don't even know. So, the osis um, of having scoli. But, yeah, so, so curve. I think curve. Why don't people, you tell me why you put it on the reel, and then we'll talk about that? Because I needed a, a random word. No, no, no. Just tell me what, what it makes you think of, and then we'll go from that. Curved dick. Oh, okay. There we go. All right. Let's talk about curved dick. Not why, but <laughs> that's 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 a thing. I mean, and, it, and curved dicks come from commercials where huh? they show you that, like, it's like an ED commercial, and it shows you that, like, some, some guys have, have dick them. pain. If yeah, there's dicks. a name for that too. I'll let me look it up while we talk about this. There's a name for like having a ankylosing splondosis or one of those names. Is that what it is? Whoa! If you if you came up with that, you must have gone to that school you're talking about. I guess so, man. Um, so curved, yeah. Some people have curved dicks. I feel like more. Oh, it's called uh, Peyronie's disease. Peyronie's disease. Yeah, that's the commercial. Yeah, um, it's like, do you suffer? Are you a male ages eighteen to? 91 do you have <laughs> do you have a curved dick that's affecting your sex life and and oh uh, my god this uh, is medicines are helping leak they go you might be suffering from what's known as peronis disease and you are you are entitled to your settlement also called penile fibrosis penile fibrosis so i think it, it, um, it, it resulting in a uh, fibrous scar tissue that develops on the penis and causes a curved painful erections it is a chronic Oof, the condition and it can be it can last for years or be a lifelong condition more than two hundred thousand u.s cases per year of peroni's disease good god it wow, really makes me feel fortunate for my situation that is rough yeah nothing like having a nice straight dick you know um some of these guys well i didn't there, say that <laughs> some, guy, some <laughs> of these guys out there with peroni's disease are getting uh scar tissue that uh, are i'm not saying I, i'm not saying i i'm just saying i have peroni's disease you know what i mean 
Yeah, brilliant disease. So, uh, total wow. brilliant disease wow. sufferers out there. Wow. Two hundred thousand males. Um, the, the number one question: How can I fix my Peyronie's disease? Number one answer: There is no cure for Peyronie's disease. That is bleak, wow. dude. That's rough. these poor sons of bitches. That's rough. Many treatments ex- exist, including stretch therapy, which I guess means just uh, <laughs> CC tuggers. Yeah. Hi, I'd like to go to physical therapy. Oh yeah, sure. What's wrong with you? Like a knee problem or a, you know neck problem or something like that? No, my dick's curved, and they told no, me. No, no, no. You go. I have Peroni's disease. Oh, yes. <laughs> like you, yeah. You make it sound I'm like su- a professional. No, no, no. no, you, no, no I'm I su- suffer. I'm suffering from Peroni's disease. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm suffering from chronic Peroni's disease. No, like okay, you're we'll, we'll get 30 year old male. I don't think I want to help you. <laughs> Some so old guy funny. who's just trying to pee and his dick's curved and it hurts. It's like you're a 30 year old actively sexual male who's dick hurts you're like yeah i just i want physical therapy isn't this just supports a body part <laughs> is that fine. not a physical part of my body well the, type, like, the the major causes it says the type of damage is most often caused by vigorous sex okay so you're already you're pretty you know you're already in it so you're already killing it <laughs> it's not like physical therapy it's not like you're like you just have like the confidence having it and stuff going on here it's like Oh, it's caused by you fucking slaying, and now you're in physical therapy. Oh, I'm therapy. sorry. You, to, you, you have too to much sex. <laughs> oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> oh, boo-hoo. You came here because we want you want you want us to stretch your dick. That's uh, yeah, uh, hell yeah. Close out that's the wheel. Cool. Um, yeah, yep. or it says it can also be caused by sports <laughs> or other accidents. No, no, no. Like, yeah, there you go. Uh, sports <laughs> or other accidents. Imagine you never have sex and you just have a sports accident, and then you have Peroni's disease. Not fair. Life is no. Not I think fair. I ha- I think I have that. Yeah, you? You uh, I, I got kicked in the nuts so many times. And um, I think that's a different problem. Although they usually come as a package deal, I think there's much different problems between uh, the two different parts of the uh, male genitalia there. That's uh, true. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but there's definitely there's definitely damage. I definitely have damage for sure from getting kicked in the nuts more than anybody I've ever met in my life. Yeah, actually, I talked about you today and your nuts. Uh, oh, thanks, vaguely. dude. I appreciate that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't use your name in particular. No, but you I was can, talking no, no, about no, 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 no. Here or now, you can. We're talking use my, about you can uh, always use my name. Okay. Oh yeah, we yeah. were talking about testicular okay. trauma at work, and uh, you know what goes along with that. <laughs> we're a presentation about, was this a presentation? We're talking about <laughs> testicular. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I had the PowerPoint up on the projector and I blur my face and blur the naked photos of me that you have of my penis. And this this is, this is Ken. Like, please ignore the, uh, the Peroni's disease. We're we're focused on the, uh, the the berries. (laughs) Exactly. He's wearing a Dylan Joe Basin podcast shirt. Like we don't know who he is. Yeah, he does the thing where where the blur is only in one spot. When you move it, it shows your face. (laughs) You go back in. Yeah. Now we have this this specimen who has Peroni's disease and he has yeah. testicular um, uh, trauma. Trauma. Yeah, I was yeah. talking about testicular torsion, and then I brought up uh, to you know, one of the one of those classic you know medical things where they just go, you know, yeah, my back hurts. Yeah, that happens. Uh, what do we do? Oh no, you, you just your back hurts forever now. Yeah, you die. are that now. Yeah, that's how you yeah. are now. Okay. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. So tell tell us more about what what who you're talking to. About my oh, oh, I was, uh, and, and I was talking to my my uh, Sorry, my boss, boss, the old lady, and yep. she was like, "What do you know about uh, testicles?" And I said, Let, "Let's sit down here, old lady. I'll tell you all about it." No, yeah. I was talking, talking to my buddies at work about it. About oh, oh, I thought you were serious. I was like, "Okay, it's cool." Yeah, uh, no, I was fucking around. No, I, I'm talking to the, you know, I was talking to the boys about this little couple of balls and stuff like that. 
And uh, we're talking about getting hit in the nuts. And I was talking about how I'm like, yeah, my buddy, like he gone to the doctor to be like, what's going on with me? And they're just like, yeah, that's just how you are now. I'm like, God damn, dude, that's brutal. Yeah. You talked about one of his his uncle's friends not only had the the twisting, like a tether ball. Oh, that's bad. Torsion is surgery. Yeah. I never had that. That's what I mean. Like it's just, I know someone who had that. Um, He brought up the fact that, I mean, the torsion is bad enough, but this one, and, and this is your discretion is advised on this thing. Uh, he was talking about when, not the guy I worked with, his uncle, when he did baseball back in the day, they still had cleats with metal cleats on them. Mm-hmm. And the dude was sliding to home base and he was the catcher, no cup. The dude split him open like a, like a bag of flour in an Italian pizza place movie, just right down the middle. Damn. Out they go. And then it looked like the Niagara Falls and they had to call in the ambulance, which I'm guessing in 1981 took, I don't know, two hours to get there. Yep. Wow. And everything after that. Imagine how much better would have looked if he was wearing just plastic cleats. (laughs) (laughs) I think it would have been more bruising, less lacerations if I had to guess. But it still would have been bad. But it probably would have still been in the shopping bag and not uh, all over the parking lot, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'd throw up immediately if I saw a ball come out of the bag. That's bad. Yeah. Nothing. That's curved. Yeah, that's curved. Curved for everyone. Curve your podcast. Curved means probably your dick. Um, all right, let's share a screen again. Let's give this a spin. See what's going on. See what they what the what the algorithm gave us for for things to talk. Let's see about. what algae rhythm has to say about Ooh, all this. Yeah, here we go. Dun, 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 dun. Monkfish. Algae rhythm is a pussy. I don't actually Such remember what this fucking is. pussy, a monkfish. All right, so let's share. Um, let's go back to. I'm to actually. Me and Joe. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna kind of cheat a little bit here and look at what it looks. Wait, like. did I not share that? Did you see that spin? Uh, no. Okay, well, we lit on monkfish. That's all right, but, uh, but I'm gonna I look didn't... up what it looks like because uh, I don't actually know. But I know we talked um, about it before. So. Um, so monkfish, but I know you know how it looks like. Sometimes back in the eighties, they actually used to tell you like, "Hey, lobster's too expensive. You should eat monkfish. It tastes like lobster." Okay. And then every now and then, some people would be like, "All right, well, I'm just gonna say lobster on monkfish." Monkfish Holy looks crap. like a fucking anglerfish without the light on it. <laughs> yeah, and like someone stepped on it. <laughs> someone stepped on an anglerfish. Remove the light fixture. Yeah. And yeah. now you have a monkfish and it tastes like lobster and it's native to the upper. Does it? Have you ever tasted it? I've had monkfish. I can see that they, they cut Sorta. it like lobster tail and try to make you look, try to make it look like it's lobster. It's like fake lobster. And um, one time I had the story of my dad who was like, oh yeah, fuck it. It's this cool new thing in the eighties. I'm going to get a monkfish instead of lobster. Cause apparently it tastes just like lobster and it mm. didn't taste like lobster at all. So he's like, well, maybe it's cause it's not in the shape of lobster. So he, moved it on his plate and made it look like a lobster on his plate and then still didn't think it was a fucking lobster. Yeah, because all the pictures I'm seeing, they're preparing it like lobster, like just the tail and like, you know, the, the two ridges along the side of the lobster tail. But it looks like chicken, actually. Yeah, imagine, but but before it gets in its native, hab- native habitat, imagine the worst fucking disgusting. catfish you've ever goddamn seen. Well, the picture's going to be up in the life. pod, so luckily the folks can see it. But yeah, yeah well, I, I'm, to, I'm going to describe the, the listeners. Uh, the you. worst goddamn fucking catfish ever mixed with an anglerfish that you stepped on and then not even cut off the fucking light bulb, just pulled it off. It's got yanked. 
pulled it off. I mean, this like thing, a, the mouth like of a, this thing like a, like, like a prony's disease wiener that just needs to be removed from the mm. socket. That's the Good type God. of fucking fish this is. So that is totally a monkfish. Um, the thing is, um, right now, the most popular fish on the East Coast are cod, haddock, well, seafood, scallops, lobster, and shrimp. That's what that we're tracks. all eating. Is that in order? Uh, close, actually. Yeah. Wow. That's, um, I mean, I can definitely because I was reading this article from the Globe that was talking about this guy in New Bedford, you know, which is not a great place, um, who has a restaurant that instead of having the him tell his fishermen what he needs, they tell him what they have. So he goes, oh, "Okay, you got some monkfish, some stripers, and some fucking." Um, you know, uh, whatever from the ocean, I'll make awesome dishes out of those. Apparently monkfish is super abundant where all the, all the fucking people just want cod and haddock for fish sandwiches. And he's making, he's making monkfish, um, pulled pork, you know, but it's monkfish, pulled monkfish barbecue sandwich, you know, like he's doing cool shit. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm down with that. You know, like cheaper too. Yeah, exactly. It's like he, they they catch what they have. The cod and haddock aren't always in season, so you have to get some weird fucking cod from it God. Like it's where. always. I mean, it's flat for a reason. It, it is the bottom. The bottom. Yeah, you want local fish. Sometimes you have to have monkfish, and that's what I know about monkfish. <laughs> yeah. They're fucking brown, and they're all over the world. Uh, just so we know, I'm looking it up right now. Oh, good to know. And there's the uh, Asian monkfish. Yeah. Yep. Uh, any in Russia? Oh, I'm not you sure about Russia, but they are in uh, they're on the oceans of Asia, Africa, and the Americas. They're three wow. different species, but they're all considered a part of the family of monkfish, and they all look pretty similar. Ugly as sin. Ugly as sin. Like your Peroni's disease, <laughs> 79-year-old wiener of an right. obese gentleman. Okay. That is the monkfish. Yes, Moving is. on. Yeah. Joe, you think it's time to spin this wheel again? <laughs> I think so. I think I think we got it. Let's All right, it. I'm gonna I'm gonna learn how to share the screen. Uh, oh, there it is. We got it. Um, I'm sorry, there's no sound. We do love the sound effects, but it just for some reason just isn't fucking translating. I have no fucking clue why. I don't know. That's all right though. It's yeah. okay. We'll yeah. just make sound. Fish you want... like foam. Yeah. Like that's right. It is the official fish of the Dylan Joe Basin podcast. Is uh, as of today's among fish, it might change tomorrow, but right now it's. It tastes like home. All right, DJ, let's spin this fucking thing. Joe, let's you want to sound effects for this one? I've been doing the sound effects the whole time. You think you get this? Uh, what? I've been making the sound effects for the wheel. You haven't been doing it the whole time. That's what threw me off. No, I have. Every spin, I've been... <laughs> no, you have not. It's spin. All right, well, either way, it's your turn. All right. There it is. That's what a wheel sounds like. Checks quest. Checks quest. Checks quest. C H E X quest. Spelt like the cereal because it is the cereal. It is the cereal. And, it, and if I'm not mistaken, and I'll take this one just because I think I know we're going with this, is that it was a CD ROM given out in cereal on the, the zenith of home computing. And it was a video game you could play by eating a bowl of cereal and put it on your computer and then in it goes. And then next thing you know, you're playing a uh, video game based off of the cereal checks. 
Yes. And uh, and you might be able to correct me on this. Is it the first person shooter one? <laughs> it definitely is the first person shooter one. I didn't go to serial college, but I knew that somehow. Isn't that weird? Oh my up God, on it. dude, I can't believe that. That's crazy. So did you have Chex Quest? Uh, I did not. I just know about it. I had the Crunch, the Crunch Berries game for Captain Crunch, where you'd create a Crunchling, look like a gremlin, and you'd, you'd train it skateboarding, playing basketball, whatever it needs to do to become grown up Crunchling. And then it could fight the monster that Captain Crunch cereal was being taken from. And the captain was in the game, but he was not really the main character. It was mostly the crunchlings that you would make in the game. I mean, it's basically a free um, video game. You buy a box like of cereal, shit compared to Chex Quest. I think the Chex Quest is probably better, but let's not Dude, shit on Chex the crunchlings. Let's not Quest. shit on the crunch one because it was it was well better made, but it just wasn't more fun. Okay, so Chex Quest on, as of today has a 9 out of 10 on Steam and a 5 out of 5 on Play Classic Games. That is ridiculous, dude. I'm it's telling, not nearly that good. I, no, no, no. I'm telling it's you, all no, nostalgia it's, votes, and you know it. I don't it. know because I liked it more than Doom. I'm gonna be dead serious with you. Chex Quest had was super well, anyway, sophisticated. That makes sense because it literally. I think it stole it is based the, off the of Doom. The Doom, not just the idea of it. I think they took the gaming engine and just reskinned it with Chex, and they just said it's a new game. I'm pretty sure, but it just it just had this like certain way to it. I used to play in my mom's office like a lot. I played Chex mm-hmm. Quest a fucking lot. And yeah, checks. Um, and it was fucking good. You're like a blue dude who his entire body is a fucking Chex. Of course. And a, uh, it's from flush. 1990 Swick, 1996. <laughs> 1990 Swick. 1990 Swicks. And it says it's a shooter. <laughs> <laughs> And it is, dude. Joe, you're right. It is, it is Doom, but it's just it's it's funny Doom, to hear. No, but it's that. the Doom engine. It's it literally just Doom. Okay, yeah, it's the Doom. Yeah, so it's like they took Doom and they're like, we're gonna make a non-violent version of this. But get me, get me here. Cereal, cereal, and Chex is the. I mean, Chex is one of the only cereals without a mascot. So that's even stranger to make a video game with a cereal with no mascot. They they had to make a mascot for the game, and it's just a it's just a Chex. The guys are Chex too. And are you shooting Chex? I mean, the gun must shoot checks, right? Or no? No, 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 no. You just, you, the only checks thing at all is like, no, you got bullets, you got lasers, you, you got have, fire. No, you have bullets too? Because usually oh, when they make yeah, it dude. for kids, got, they just make it lasers only or whatever. No, no, you've got, Joe. you've got like a gigantic range of guns, a gigantic nice. range of enemies. You have the BFG, like from Doom, the big, big fucking, fucking gun. gun. Yeah, um, it was, dude, it was really good. Uh, I, I The Hell sounds, yeah. the music, the it was like, Doom was kind of like just for the the type of guys now who are just like. <sighs> Careful what you say. Doom's great and it holds up. And no, it, Doom and it, is great and holds up, but like it was like Doom crawled. Oh, yeah, get some. Same... like that type of game. Checks. No, no, no. You're thinking of Duke Nukem. You're thinking of Duke Nukem. Oh yeah, right, right. The right, guy right, never right, talks yeah. in Doom. Doom is like you're in hell. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So you're, um, you're conflating it with Duke Nukem, which is yeah, a shitty game. Is like the Johnny Bravo of male. Yeah, yeah. No, that Nukem took Dune and it and it pumped it full of uh uh natty light, I think, and mm-hmm. it didn't, didn't do well for it. Yep, yeah. But Chex Quest was no fucking bullshit. I, I hope to get an emulator for that soon. Well, I don't need that anymore. I just can just probably play it. But Chex yeah, Quest I, I, I'm was looking very at Steam. Fun. It might be free on Steam. If there's Steam reviews for it, unless someone owns it, oh, I can't yeah. imagine. Do I have to Milton... pay for Steam? 
No, no. Steam is just a, uh, a program where you can download games on. Some of them are free and a lot of them cost money, but they're all oh, less nice. expensive than buying them on PlayStation and Xbox and Nintendo because they don't own the rights to the games. They just Can I get it on my Switch? No, it's for computer. Oh, man. Um, dude, so real quick question. Do you remember a game that is called... It had I don't remember the name, but you're like a tank and it's very... Um, I can't believe you don't remember the name of this because you're the one who was obsessed with this game and you told me about it. Not with the brains, no. It's it's like oh, I thought you were the, talking about the game with the brain tanks. No, that game's <laughs> awesome. Think tanks. No, think tanks. Think awesome. tanks. That's no, this is like from nineteen the eighties or early nineties, and it was like mm-hmm. you're you're a tank kind of driving through all these things. I have no better way. To is it vector well. graphics like those ones? It are like is. The green lines. Yes. I have played it, dude. What I have the played fuck it. Is that I've searched for this for years and I cannot find it. It is vector uh, graphics. I, I think the game's just called Tank. If I'm not mistaken, I, I might uh, forget the name, but I know the anyone, game. We're if anyone about. has actually played this game and is listening to this right now, please fucking let us know. I yeah. used to only play it at my cousin's house on their like super old computer in like 1995. And it was yeah, they so have it at uh, a so fun spot. You can play it at a fun spot for sure. And, they, and it has they the do. one where fun spot has it's everything. The, um, it's the recessed screen where it looks like it's 3D because like the screen's yeah. set like back. the Star Wars game that has yes, the, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. Also yeah. vector graphics. Yes. You'll be happy to know Chex Quest is on Steam right now and it's free. Fucking gonna play that tonight. I'm doing yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure no matter what laptop you have, it can handle it because it's made for Windows 95 or whatever. Probably 98, but still. Yeah, no, it should be good. It should be good. Yeah, I'm gonna download it right now, actually. Yep, I'm fucking dude. You're gonna like it a lot. We could have a whole Dylan Joe basement checks. Yeah, quest. we can. We can do a uh, Steam. Uh, what do you call it? Twitch. Dylan Joe basement podcast <laughs> playing checks quest. Uh, screen share. Me and Joe. We'll see if we can um, get it. Uh, the the think tanks 60. in there, and then uh, some checks oh, quest. Yeah. Fucking a man, that's gonna be good. We'll shit. Be, be, uh, stay tuned, folks. We're gonna stay tuned find out for our social checks media. quest. The official video game of the Dylan Joe basement podcast is checks quest. Not doing. Heard it here first, you son of a mother. S- fuckers yep so all right uh let's give everyone another spin here we're we're we're, we're getting there we're che- we we're, go. we're checking off a couple boxes here here we go spin this fucking thing spin there dj dun, dun, dun. geronimo geronimo and that i said it that way for a reason that's how everyone says it why'd you say it like that because uh it's usually said as like a epithet or what you call epithet whatever it's called i don't know what the hell it's called i don't know uh, I, I, and a thing you scream out an expletive but it's not a swear of i'm about to do something wild geronimo guns are blazing all caution to the wind geronimo and i don't know why i started like that because i know for a fact that geronimo is a famous native american chieftain and it must be based on that i don't know if he ever did something like that but those are the two things I know about Geronimo. You say it before you do something wild, and is also a very famous Native American leader. So uh, Geronimo, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, Geronimo. Native, Na- so I usually thought you'd say Geronimo every time you jump off something, like if you're in school and you, you know. Yeah, you I guess I was thinking staircase. about jumping, or I was thinking also like if you're gonna like dive down like a sledding hill head first and be like geronimo yeah and uh, i think we need to bring that back yeah i haven't I heard it in a while a but time. they should be saying that yeah so let geronimo's legend be forgotten so what happened he jumped off of like a giant mountain like a badass and was well like, he died my own by, name. he died by getting fucking launched off of his horse 
Oh, well, that'll do it. While riding home and then laid in the cold at night until he uh, like died. Oh, no. Well, that's kind of fucked up. So maybe he said, Geronimo, when he got kicked off his horse and then he got pneumonia and died. I guess you could also just say Franz Reichland and just jump off. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, dude, he could have. Yeah, no. Oh, my God. Wow. Common theme here. I didn't realize that. Jumping Um, uh, to your demise and becoming a legend because of it. There was a 1939 film called Geronimo about U.S. Army paratroopers. Like, what is up with this fucking motherfucker? Right, because I, I wonder if paratroopers said that too. But I know it's all oh, they named did. after. Apparently, they did. Like, it's all named after the Indian chieftain, though, right? Geronimo. Oh, it's all about this guy right here. His name is Geronimo Goya Ale. Goya Ale, uh, born in okay. 1829. Later than I thought he would have been born. And he was a Apache. I often, uh, Apache, very nice. I often forget how recently Native Americans were still fighting wars to be their own nation. It's not that long ago, really. It's really I'm thinking like, it's always like, you know, John Smith or like, uh, you know, Squanto with the Pilgrims or, you know, John Smith and Pocahontas or whatever. But really, it was not that long ago. I mean, there was, it was around the time of the Civil War. These folks were trying to fight for their survival and they were being painted in the, in the media, which is mostly newspapers at the time, as animals. Who lived there before we came in? It's really yeah, but they disgusting. were there for arguably forty thousand years. You know, like this is they not forty, but probably half of that. Like I'd these are Native Americans that are current present day. You know, Southern Native Americans as well. Like it's yeah. And it's, I mean, uh, I don't know what the proper way to say it is, but I I know that like when we were growing up, it's like don't call them Indians anymore. They're Native Americans. And this isn't my like two cents on freedom of speech or whatever, but like I think that's that's a more respectful way to call. I know that some people are like, you should call yeah. them American Indians, and I go, well, Why? if, yeah, if Native American people or American Indian people want to be called that, I I understand. I'll call them whatever they want to be called, but it seems disrespectful to be like. They named them Indians because they called them after people from India, and the guy landed in the wrong space. So why is he calling them Indians? It's disrespectful as fuck. And I guess it's like we're not Native Americans. That means that like we're like the the jungle people who lived here before you got here were just Americans. Well, then I'll just call you American. I don't want to call you American Indians. You're not Indians. Indians yeah. is either like people from India or like the, you know, classic John Wayne, let's shoot him in the head shit. It just sounds disrespectful to me. Indians? I think that what they would like to be called, obviously, is the name of their tribe. If well, as you say, whatever the, whatever they, yeah. whatever So we'll is. say Ger- Geronimo is, is not a Native American. We'll say Geronimo was an Apache. That's probably the best way to say it. That's what I'd say. Yeah, that's way better than Native American. Because Native American, America is very big. America is not the United States. It's Canada, U.S. and yeah, and it was named it's after like a fucking all the way down to Argentina. Thing. You know, like it's it's fucking yeah. huge. You know, so yeah, you wouldn't call uh, Aztecs Native Americans, but by that same logic, you you know, you could, I guess. But no, you could. They definitely categorize as Native Americans for sure. Right. Yeah, but you'd call um, them Aztecs. You wouldn't call them, you know, Native American. Yeah. Weird. Very weird. Um. So yeah, Dromo, uh, badass. Uh, he did use guns as well to defend his territory. He was kind of like late 1800s Native Americans. At that um, point, you have to, I mean, it's all well and good trying to use tomahawks, you know, 1701, mm-hmm. but in 1800s, you better have a rifle by that point. Yeah. And you're probably much better at riding horses than the people who are coming after you, which is also a weird thing. 100%. Something brought up yeah. in the podcast before is that horses are not native to America, so that Native Americans or Apaches or I think the the Sioux and the Comanches were the two best at it. They became better at riding horses than Europeans who had been riding them for centuries. And they just found these animals for the first time in like 
we know how to do this shit. And they became better than them at riding horses Love within that. like a hundred years. And Europeans had like, you know, a, a thousand plus years to figure it out. Fat white alcoholics who like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Who would have Nothing's thought they'd be changed bad at, at all. And, uh, there's just more of them and they have, I feel like guns. it's probably a, um, a good analogy to have like a rich kid whose dad lets him drive his like old Ferrari or a kid who like built his own car. Like who's a better driver. It's like, no, the one who like wants it more and understands more about the actual thing. 100%, so no I can yeah. see a, a Comanche being better riding horse. Cause like they live amongst animals to understand them better. And they were like, and they need it more. They need to be able to ride these horses to stave off this invasion, rather than the guy who's like, "I'm a cavalry leader because when I was 18, my daddy gave me a horse." Like, obviously, that guy's better than you. Yeah, he's gonna kick your ass. Like, Native Americans were one with nature, one with the spirit, one with a universal life force. A horse mm -hmm. is has the same energy that keeps it moving that no one can identify that powers human beings as well. Uh, like, it's called horsepower. That's <laughs> kind of it's a called horsepower. Yeah. It's a funny. Nice joke. Um, but like <laughs> they've got all that. And then the cavalry leader is like, I am doing this the proper way. Cause I am a Oxford graduate of the yeah. Naval fucking fuck you. They have their fancy high heeled shoes. Fucking, and, yeah. High heel shoes in their fucking bro. Yeah, you know, those Comanches just threw a fucking blanket much. over that thing. And they went bareback like a motherfucker. Oh yeah. They held onto the they hair. Grabbed the mane. Could, yeah. There you go. No, no, bit no no whip just you and the horse just going out know, and, and you know and they don't say this uh on these documentaries but the horse does know if you have peronis disease so it, it does and it also it knows if you're a bitch knows. or not it's what i'm saying it means you're a bitch because you know how like uh they say dogs and bees can smell fear horses can uh feel if you're a bitch if you jump on their back and they will let you dude, know well uh, no jokes aside no no joke. I'm not. All. I'm not joking. I'm this ain't a fucking serious. joke, Joe. They definitely know that. Like they know immediately. Horses know, know who's a fucking. Bitch. Either you're gonna ride that thing like Geronimo, or <laughs> I shouldn't say that because you know. I was gonna say you can either ride it like a Comanche, or you end up like Geronimo or Christopher Reeves, and you take a tumble off the top, and you end up like Stephen Hawking. Unfortunately, and unfortunately, and Geronimo meant a similar fate. It sounds like, but maybe Geronimo was probably hungover. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, well, at least Geronimo, uh, Dude, when you're hungover, sometimes died. you can't connect with other people or animals. I know this from experience. So maybe Geronimo just had a couple too many gin tonics that night and fucking got kicked off. Geronimo. He had he had the uh the devil's drink, the devil's yeah, the water. Devil's liquor. So um I gotta do a quick commercial break real quick. Then we'll get right back into this. Does that sound good? Absolutely. You know what that means, folks. <laughs> And then I go down my driveway, and then I, uh, then I go stop, sell fine wood furniture, American cherry wood. We're back on the Dylan Joe, uh, disease podcast, uh, episode oh i don't like that i don't like 59 don't you dare call our beautiful podcast that we're talking about prone disease a lot it's come up a ton it's it's kind of fun it hasn't come up that much you just keep bringing it up it's gonna come up again i know it is i just i don't have to like it no one said you have to like it it's okay well this is me dissenting well this is me sharing the screen and we're gonna spin this motherfucker Let's spin the wheel, baby. Where Peroni's disease comes up. <laughs> I can't. 
I can't believe you you should just put prony disease instead of curved if you wanted to get to dick. I didn't did, I didn't even mean I thought that curved could have been I literally like, went off on one tangent and I was gonna get to dicks and you're like uh shut up, it's dicks. <laughs> you know, I can't choose what I say. You know I that. feel you know what? Uh, we'll get into it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's spin this thing. Spin. Don't spin there, DJ. Coin collecting. Dun, dun, dun. Coin collecting. All right. Option number. We're in this podcast in an hour in coin collecting. So uh, I haven't uh, uh, talked about coin collecting really ever. And I'm wondering. Haven't you? I haven't. I, I'm, I'm generally I'm wondering where the future of this goes. Hmm. I Some think people, it, it's going to get there's a lot harder of TikToks and harder out there. To coins. There's a lot of TikToks out there that also like, oh, if you have a 1966 uh, Abraham Lincoln penny that has a double fucking letter, it's worth a million dollars. You're like, is it? But who's buying that? And then like, how mm. long does that last? Other coin collectors. I know, but just because it's a fuck up, like it's like such a weird valuation of like a piece of shit you know like it's really a yeah piece i mean of that, shit. that's what it comes down to for all rare items though it's like it's not about how great they are when it comes to scarcity that's the value it's like they have a baseball card like that too it's like oh i have uh you know the roberto clemente rookie card it's like that's fine i have the one where they misprinted five of them so they say he's right hand instead of left hand like that's worth a million dollars like, yeah, it's wrong. It's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. If it's wrong. It's, it's that's how it rare. goes. Like, what can we expose this industry and devalue all these things? Like, even Pokemon cards. Like, it's Great so example. strange because somehow shower, somehow shadow. Like the Charizard, you know, first edition has a doesn't have a shadow. The later editions do, or something like that. And the holographic ones, obviously, and obviously, um, and it's like you know, it's it comes down to like yeah, scarcity and whatever it is. But it's just so, sh- it's so. It's weird. just like everything. It's it's if it's, it's rare, fucking art, it's worth it's more. Not, that's it i know but like i have it i i get it because it's commercialized and then rare like oh they only made one of these things and then anything that's made to be this like i do i was wondering because i needed some money recently and um someone gave me a uh uh, yeah we we brought this up on the podcast yeah okay got it okay so um The 911 yeah. memorial wasn't worth fucking yes oh yeah 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 yeah. okay but it wasn't worth shit it's worth nothing of course it's not because they sold it. it on the tv it, nothing's gonna be worth shit then too they're nice i felt though. that when i was a kid they're really nice. oh it's gonna be worth a ton of money no no if you only sell one it's like anything and i think the coins are gonna be worth more and more money every year because they are gonna matter less and less no one uses cash anyways now yeah but then on top of that a- no one uses change unless you have to have an old machine like my laundry machine that takes quarters it's the only change i have in my house is a bunch of quarters and i have to go to a goddamn bank every couple of weeks to get quarters to, to the shit because we're in the nightmare. 21st century even if you want to buy a candy bar at a vending machine they take cards they take your fucking google pay now it's all about digital so i think at one point maybe we're old men a regular penny might be worth as much as that double-sided lincoln fuck-up penny because it'll be so rare i agree but do you really really think our generation is going to give a flying prone disease dick about this <laughs> I don't think so. I, yeah, I don't. So say in twenty years, it's like oh, it's it's, it's it's literally you know uh, that movie. Hey, uh, our generation cares more about bitcoins than metal coins. Am I right? They sure do. And about uh, just paying the fucking bills. It's like oh, hey, you know, I got a real smoking deal. I paid seven hundred dollars for this fucking penny. 
that's got you know what it's like i just don't think we're gonna give a flying dick. i think even just keeping things our generation doesn't care that much about like sentimental value only no. the idea of having someone be like my, my dad gave me this fan and it's you know i have to, and i might be preaching to the wrong audience here because you keep all kinds it's of fine. yeah i keep some shit yeah but it's but not like, i still i throw away a lot of fun i think that a lot of people fine. our age and younger are not going to be keeping heirlooms of whatever the fuck they think all our heirlooms are in the cloud baby you know i don't need a fucking i know a photograph of uh, you know me gone fishing when i was 16 years old i got it on on you know digital so uh, i think there's gonna be less and less people collecting things physical objects especially when we have to buy smaller and smaller dwellings as inflation rises and the real estate market's out of control we're not going to be having a mansion full of old antiques that um we bought as children that are now antiques for our grandkids i think it's going to be a lot more virtual when it comes to items like that uh, what do you yeah, think? no, I agree. I'm, I'm definitely a minority in this because, like, I, I really like the, the build quality of old stuff. You know, There's like, no doubt it's much better. Fine wood furniture, American cherry wood. Yeah. It's, it's just so much better. Have... So you sit and you go, hey, I feel like, because, like, I feel like right now there's a, I struggle a little bit with this uh, distortion and this, um, in you the st- You struggle with testicular torsion. Distortion, not torsion. Um, between the lines of reality and uh, fucking screens, you know, like all of a sudden, but it's like when something is not, you know, if, if it's all LEDs, all screens, all LED light bulbs, all whatever it is, your phone's an LED, your TV's an LED, your laptop's an LED, um, yeah, your, your chairs and your couches and your bed and your whatever it is are all made at Wayfair, made in China, and they're all part of this fucking computer process. All of a sudden, it's just all the fucking same. Everything's the same. The lighting's the same, whatever it is. I, I like to I like more. to use the inefficient light bulbs because it makes the world look like it did when I was a kid, and I like so deeper. I like touching things that are made by hand in the you know almost you know fifty years ago whatever it is like the fifties the seventies it's insane it's not even that old like older you know like half a century ago in the seventies yeah it's insane but like nice stuff like if someone someone cared about this and like the our species had this like thing. That will never exist anymore. No, no way. Because okay, cool. I want if, Joe. If I want to make you a chair and sell it to you, which I wouldn't mm-hmm. do, um, you know. But if I did, it would be be several hundred dollars if you multiply the price of labor and materials. Yep. You're looking at thousand dollars for a. Hey man, you, you're preaching to the choir, man. I work at a dick store that sells shit, wooden furniture cronies, that they make like that. Disease dick furniture, yeah. you know, like, and most people don't care. Yeah, I think that that's the it's the double of those two is, is that things are going virtual and people are less, you know, willing to hold on to a bunch of junk for a hundred years that they don't even use. Plus all the shit they build now is made to last like four or five years. So if you add those two things together, you, you end up with a lot less collectibles, I think. Yeah. Plus it's a bored ape NFT. That's right. And fuck NFTs coming straight for me. Um, yeah. no no fucking thanks you know what i'm saying and that's right no fucking thanks all right let's share this bitch again give it a fucking rip make sure I hit share good great good great grand everybody on the bus <laughs> thank you for understanding us i missed the second <laughs> half <laughs> oh god that's funny all right <laughs>
That's what we chose uh, here on the Dylan Joe Basin podcast. Um, I don't ever remember in my entire fucking life watching Felix the Cat, but liking him. Um, is there a chance that you only know him through his iconography and you never actually have watched it? There's a one in ten percent chance, like having Peroni's disease, that I <laughs> <laughs> like like every one in ten men get Peroni's disease. It's the same thing as me yeah. actually never watching Felix Cat. Like one time, I maybe tried to watch it and thought it sucked. Maybe mm-hmm. did it? Well, suck? yeah, because I mean, he's got a good look. Well, I mean, and he looks chicks. amazing. Isn't Betty Boop from that? Um, yeah, well, it's from the same era. That's what I was going to say is that Felix the Cat, and I had to look up the actual year because I know it's older than shit. He was older created in, ni- in 1919. So you're picturing no the oldest white, version yeah. of animation you can picture. The black and white. I mean, so this predates Jesus or is a Christ. colleague of uh, Steamboat Willie who would go on to be called Mickey Mouse. So this is how old Felix the Cat is. So yeah, but Felix is cooler. We know that. Well, no. Uh, Fritz the Cat is the coolest. Steamboat Willie was like fine, but he was totally kind of lame. Felix the Cat is at least kind of bad, you know. Steamboat Willie's yeah, bad. yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you want to talk about Felix for a long time. Just besides his design, that's all cool too. But like I said, I I put him in with Betty Boop and Steamboat Willie, which is I'm glad that they you know paved the way for animation. But it's barely anything at all. It's old fashioned black and white, booping around weirdness. Mm-hmm. And it made the way for great animation uh, and comic strips like uh, Garfield the Cat, who is the cat. Uh, it's not even a contest. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Oh, yeah, no question. I like Felix the Cat because from what I know about him, I was uh, I like the colors. He seems kind of like industrial. Like he works, he's in factories sometimes. And he's, he's kind of just like this cool cat. I think you're putting a lot of your own ideas into Felix and making him cool in your head. I'm not saying it's a wrong thing to do. Well, it's that's, but that's I think fine. that Felix why probably is lame and boring. I think even Steamboat Willie might even be cooler than him, uh, but he just looks cooler and you want to be cooler. And that's totally fine. Yeah. I, I have... And I would also wager that you, there's a Felix the cat somewhere in your life as a kid. Maybe someone had a clock. You know, the old clock with the eyes oh, go. Oh, for sure. The clock? Yeah, no question. Yeah, so clock, I think dude. you're conflating all of that and thinking that Felix is cool. And really, he's a boring 1920s uh, silent cartoon with music where he maybe hit, gets hit with a frying pan or something that's, you know, that loony. Yeah, I know, but I've seen him in like a later. factory before and he's like, he's he's weird. He's more like people who smoke cigarettes more, which is not uh, a type of people back the day. cats. No, no, are like into Felix compared to like Steamboat Willie. I know this theme and whatever it is, but like Steamboat Willie is a little bit more, you know. Well, he's Mickey Mouse. So yeah, he's much more Mickey Mouse style. Yeah, exactly. Where Felix the Cat's a lot more of like a Tim Burton vibe, you know, like. Oh yeah, he's definitely edgier. At the time. That's what I'm saying, you know, like he's way cooler. Weren't called cartoons and they also weren't made for kids. That came up, that came later. So yeah, I mean, most older animations are all made for adults. They were played it in front of a, a film you'd see at the cinema. And uh, kids didn't used to go to the cinema until companies realized they could make quadruple the money if they had to bring their kids with them. And then they, they figured that out real fast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, all Felix the Cat is all back in the day where, you know, like I said, it was like Steamboat Willie. It was like uh, before even Bugs Bunny existed, it was like the old fashioned show. They go on and they'd have to spend, you know, 20 years animating this five minute segment with actual pieces of paper. And then they'd have to point a film camera at it. And that would be the movie. 
And then they had yeah. to play sounds later because they couldn't get it to record sound as they did it. So they had to, you know, hit a trumpet on the ground or had the little like, uh, you know, that shaky thing. And people was like, oh, that little swackety shaky block. Yeah. I don't know. I think he looks cool as fuck, though. I'm not going to deny that. He looks cooler than any other cat. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down with his cat. I just never, uh, never really. I, just, I think he's I, more famous for the clock than anything, if I had to say. Yeah, that's a good point. Real good point. We're putting if, all of our uh, notions on him. We are, but we'll have to give we'll have to give uh, Phyllis Cat a shot sometime soon. So let's um, let's uh, let's share the old screen. Give this thing a spin again. Phyllis the cat, pretty cool, pretty cool cat. I think he's the uh, the, oh, yeah. the like cigarettes more, a little bit more cool in nineteen nineteen than the rest of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you know everyone smoked cigarettes in nineteen nineteen. I know, but compared to Steamboat Willie, I know he did, but he's a little more positive. Steamboat Willie's a little more dark fonder i mean felix is more dark yes felix is more dark so let's spin Maybe. this thing let's see communes oh i actually thought it was commies when it was spinning around the wheel there. commies communes it's definitely communes we landed on communes community community communism communism hippies is the first thing i think of obviously it's a commune yep um i mean i don't think they would call things commune communes commute in the zeitgeist is before hippies i mean most living in humanity that's ever happened was in a commune up until modern the modern era and then we started calling those communes but i think probably until around 3000 4000 bc humans all lived in communes that was what it was to be a person you live in a commune. It was you and a group of folks that you probably knew, maybe 100, 200 of you. You gathered food together, you shared stuff, and everybody fucked each other. Am I missing anything? I don't think so at all. I think it sounds nice. And you sing like, songs around the fire at the night. Time. Well, you're super social. Like, we know right now a big problem with people is like they're trying to figure out what the fuck is their problem. Like, they're what's wrong with them? They're yeah. not social enough because they work from home. They don't fucking do anything. They have no friends. They whatever. It's like, we're, we're way, if we're not social, people like if we are you know we're not as social as we usually are we're supposed to be yeah we're kind of go nuts be because you go inside and all of a sudden you go fucking nuts so like yeah we're not supposed to be isolated up. we're not supposed to be isolated so typically when people have problems because they're isolated they're not getting their you know yeah. needs met or whatever but like um that's so, why it's the most intense version of uh you know punishment or torture is to be isolated and go in the hole and ice you know total isolation it's, it's yeah it's and and down to the fact that it's just not too. as fucking fun <laughs> that's it it's not, it's not like, fun it's not engaging even arguing with people having a bad time is better for you in your brain and your well-being than being alone like yeah. even having a negative interaction with somebody is better than having no interaction it's weird but it is it's so look weird. at the internet yeah. Well, People it's like yeah, be, being angry is one bajillion times better than being depressed. Yeah. And by depressed, I don't mean you don't sad. feel anything. Like, it's worse level. than feeling yeah, something. Feeling something. So all of a sudden you're angry. You're like you're you're thinking about you're into something. All of a sudden, if you don't do that, you get fucking nuts. So um, so communes. I just think of the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood when they do the go to the yeah up to the old uh, the old ranch up there back where uh, our the old buddy ranch. Charlie Manson lives there with Tex our Watson friend and all the other Charlie ones. Manson and um his, so old thing and his multiple wives and yeah we don't remember the names but um 
That's what happened with the communes modern day, not the old day. All day, everyone was aunts, uncles, grandparents, fucking children, grandchildren, grandchildren, whatever. They had to care of each other. Modern day communes are, um, I'm a man. Uh, I am bold enough to start one. And now I have 75 wives and uh, this is now a problem. Um, so I mean, modern day ones, it's control. like not great. And they still, the problem is, is that like, it's hard. It's still hard to survive. They have to have something that has a value to modern day society or else that they'll all die and starve to death. You cannot, there's no way you can live off grid totally and survive, especially if you have, you know, 10 plus people there, you know, it's, really yeah. Hard. I mean, one of the modern so ones, like that one that's in, uh, was in, uh, Oregon, you know, remember that one on Netflix, wild, wild country with the uh the the bhagavan and all those people there they had they had uzis and they took over an entire pacific northwest cut uh, town and they they voted the mayor out and everything they took over the whole thing no, like modern con but... get out of whack because they got they got guns they got television they got cameras they well get, it becomes a cult wacky. commune yeah. turns to cult very very quickly yeah the, we I all worship our and god and your god is very is... very thin it's very, very thin. Now all of a sudden your God is, is Joe from the Dylan Joe Basin podcast. He has seven, yeah, you don't he, want has, that. he has eight wives and about 45 children. And yeah. that's, that's what happens. Um, but back in our day, back from our ancestors, this was how it was done. It was done communal neighborhoods of people planting things, growing things, uh, pulling warts off of people. And then you got a guy who's, you know, doing cool shit. And you got like it was just it was communal based efforts to keep our species and yeah. community alive. And I can see the appeal of that because really that is the way we're built to live. We've just um, we've improved in a lot of ways. We've risen above. We've used our brains to understand that, you know, inflicting suffering and mutilation on our fellow man is not the right thing to do and actually helps out. It's not just the right thing to do morally as we decided what morality is as humans. It actually helps like the less people are fucking with each other, the more it helps each other work out. And that's the same mentality you'd have to have if it was doing 100 folks, because you couldn't just walk down a city street and punch somebody in the face and run away. You have to live with that guy tomorrow and he's going to show up at your tent and say, what the fuck was that about? So I think um, there's a definite clear path between how we used to live and how we live now. And unfortunately, I think that where communes slide a little bit is because we're so grown up and we do live among society as much as you'd like to avoid it, that that's the part that taints it. If there's plenty of tribes all over the world who have never been in contact with modern society and they live in communes, as we would say it, and they, Mm -hmm. they work out just fine. So it's, uh, I don't think communes are a bad idea. It's that the people involved, uh, fuck it up. And that's because they were raised in a different world. I think that if, if you took someone who raised for 50 years in a commune and brought him to New York City, it might go poorly. And you have a 65-year-old man who feels like he's not uh, very powerful or doesn't get what he wants in life. And then he goes to the commune. You also have a problem. So it's kind of like you have to, it's whatever you're used to. And yeah. we're all built to be used to communes, but none of us really grew up in them. Yeah, no, I, I something it's possible. So like right now, the people who are like, Hey, there's a commune in Texas and, uh, you know, you go, you make a decision, like I'm an adult and I want to live like that. Yeah. Right off the bat, you're a certain type of person. And right. And, and also you're, you're right. It's a self-selecting you're group. You're going to go, it's self-select. So you're going to, you're going to travel to go to this fucking thing and be a part of this group. And then you all drink the Kool-Aid and, and, uh, you know, go to the new God, you know, like. Yeah. Right. Right. Haley's comet, you know, exit. Yes. I mean, hail Bob, hail Bob comet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, 
that's it's it's just in today's day unless you're born and raised on that island with you know off the coast of australia where they still kill outsiders i love that island yeah i fucking keep, love them keep they it old get, school dude don't they let get anyone ruin time shit. Pre- people of the year they are you know mm-hmm. keeping old school is fucking great so uh love let's it. give this fucking thing a spin that's communes um crazy times Give it a little there. Once my mouse does it. Okay. Ooh. You're going to have to. Uh, Shitty topic. The Heister H190 360 diesel forklift with superb visibility. All right, it has adjectives. I know Holy it's also randomly tomato. generated. It has so, adjectives. Joe, what are we looking at here today? We got a we got a forklift. That cannot be the product <laughs> number that says superior visibility. There's no fucking way. That's 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 it right there, man. That's the model. That is unreal. The, that is the model there. That so, is a mouthful. So Heister forks. Heister makes commercial uh, products with wheels that lift heavy things. Well, that's um, hysterical. Yeah, it is hysterical, and the uh, this particular model number Heister is diesel, so it's bigger, and it requires a certified forklift operator. Um, God damn, for, I know so much about this. Just a randomly generated thing. Renowned as no, but certified Joe, you know this. Certified forklift operators are renowned as the same. They get the same respect as fighter pilots. No. They do. <laughs> There's no fucking way. They do. So it's like it's like those rare coins. Uh, a dime a dozen is a phrase for a reason, which means that there is about, I don't know, what do you want to say? A thousand more forklift operators than fighter pilots. I'd say it's closer to a million more, but uh it could know. be, but they're certified for operators, which means that they're able to sleep with any girl they want. Because they certify if you say, Hey, okay, cool, I'm not that interesting at a bar, but I'm a certified forklift operator. You should see me on a forklift, honey. Yeah. With superior visibility. You better yeah. see that. Shit. This is a diesel powered one. So it's I'm precise. Got I, can, I can lift up a, 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 a nice uh, fresh egg or a pallet of 2000 pounds. Doesn't matter to me. Yeah, exactly. You could probably open a beer can with this. If you're that good and with a forklift, you can probably open crack a beer and also carry a, you know, 4,000 pound pallet. Yeah, it's um, like it's making a, a sandwich with an excavator. It takes yep. talent. It takes talent, but these certified forklift operators of the United States of America can probably do it, and uh, they deserve recognition, which is why this uh, DJ put that on here. Is that certified? I feel like the ones operators. in China are probably better because they don't get to go home, so they have to. They live on the forklift. That's the forklift life. Fork life. Fork life. So that's a that's a really uh that's a crazy forklift. Um thanks for the honor, DJ. Let's 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 share the screen again. Let's hit the spin. We're we're getting close to two uh, four left now. Getting or? through this list. I think we four. can we can cut we can hit the rest of the list. We're gonna bang this we out. We can bang this out so quick. All right, let's see what goes. Um what we got here. Let's see what we got. <laughs> Oh, I should have asked you to turn down the volume on the spinner earlier. It's insanely louder than how we talk. It is. That was my um, fault, though. I should have mentioned it. Bickfords, we landed on Bickfords. Wait, can you hear the? Can you hear the 
spinner. Oh yeah, it's it's like see how in the bottom right next to the uh, full screen button where the volume button is. Wait, not that so one. Not that one. The one. There you go. I can't. That's I'm, all I've it been does. making. I've been making the sound by my mouth. Are you making a joke right now? I thought you were joking, but the sound by your mouth. Every time you hit it, it goes like super loud. I'm like, Jesus, loud. Wait, are you serious? I, like, I thought you were making a joke. Because I thought I, you were joking. I, I I'm can't like, it's hear loud any fuck. I hear nothing, dude. I, th- I thought that you're wearing your headphones. Broke. You are yes. right. Wow. I thought you were making a joke. I can't hear. Oh anything. no, it's it's in, it's it sounds like as loud as the uh, recording stop when it goes donk 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 donk. Because I love the noise. I think it's great, but it's just a little bit too loud. But I've been whatever. making it with my mouth every single time. And Haven't you're heard me right now all. that it's not. I thought mouth. you were fucking with me because it's I so you're clearly. A joke. It's insanely loud. It's like it's it's super loud. I thought this was a joke because I don't hear anything. I don't understand why you don't hear, but I do. It's so weird. That's ridiculous. All right. He's got a sound thing. Okay. Maybe it's because uh, it's on your second screen and I don't know. Dude. Yep. Uh, it took me a while to figure that out, but it's definitely because my second screen is a television and it's on yeah. zero. Yep. Fuck. It's on. Oh, there we go. We figured it out. Figured it out. There it is. Okay. Hey, there you go. All right. You well, now I know I can probably just do, you know, because it's. Uh, Don't worry. No one's going to hear the mouth sounds because of how insanely loud the spinning sounds are. Oh, my God. Well, you watch, dude, when you edit this, watch my mouth because you'll see me doing it. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, he doesn't even comment on how good I did that one. Anyway, so. I Big never Ferds. heard it. Bickford. Wow. So, Bickford. God, that was. Is it a restaurant? Yes. That's all I know about it. You've never oh, is been it like there? shenanigans where there's stuff on the wall? Yes. Okay, I know more than one thing about it then. I know two things. That's it. It's all wood. They never have been. The claw. And wow, it's so weird. You know everything about every single topic we've had today. It's so, so weird. weird it's dude. so specific, I, too. I thought if you live in Massachusetts for your whole life, you'd know what fucking Bigfords is. Right. You would think that, but it's but it's so weird how the generator thought that too for you. Well, I thought that for you. I put in your name and birthday and fucking yeah, know, and I picked Bigfords. Height and yeah. weight, and it said fucking Bigfords. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Damn. no, I had never been to a Bigfords. I just I like a lot of things in my life, I know kind of what it is, and I never been. Okay, imagine the Piccadilly Pub mm-hmm. for breakfast. Oh, it's a breakfast joint. It's a breakfast joint. I mean, oh, I'm I sure didn't know that, that part. Go, of I'm it. sure you can get a burger there if you want for lunch or a BLT. Right, but, but a lot of uh, you know, you know, fucking shenanigans and TGI Fridays. You can't get breakfast there, even though they're similar vibes. So that, that's something. Uh, Bickford's is has. mostly. A, it's like a Denny's, but oh. for, Mass, for Massachusetts. Oh, isn't it nicer than a Denny's though? Is there plastic tables and stuff? Or it's it's wood, right? They have like chotchkes on the wall. It's like wood, woody. Or is it like straight up like IHOP, like plastic seat, plastic table? No, 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 no. One picture from like 1980, and it's like that's it. No, no, no. It's like woody chotchkes. So like yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So less like Denny's, green, more like probably green carpet throughout the whole place. All right, yeah, yeah, and chotchkes and Bickford's was fucking great. And I oh, is it it still around or no? I don't know. I have no idea. We used to go to one in like Westboro oh. or Northboro. No, no, it was like, like Acton. It wasn't something. in Hudson or Marlboro. I'll tell you that. No, it was. wasn't. It was like Acton or something. It was like up Bickford. there. It was fucking good, dude. Hmm. Miss wow. Bickford's. Yeah, it seems like they're very much breakfast oriented. Uh, they're not open right now. Wait, but it's, it still exists. Yeah, it's Bickford's it, is still, real. 
it, it still exists. We have a couple of them near me. I got um. Well, let's actually look up a picture of this. Directions. Uh, Google Maps. My location is Providence, Rhode Island. I mean, the basement. The basement. Um. Yeah. I mean, there's one in uh. Looks like Woburn. And uh, I I don't know. I can't. That looks like it. Might be another one, but well, I guess I'm gonna have to go to Bexford's in Woburn then because it's oh, there's one in Burlington too. Ooh, Burlington, there you Woburn. Go. They're right there. I'm surprised they would put themselves so close. But the next and... article is uh, about how a bunch of them have closed, and there used to be one in Providence that is also closed. Bummer, what a fucking bummer. Oh, Bigford's, maybe we'll we'll go to you one day. Um, yeah, we'll go to you. It's like and I would never choose to because I could give two shits about breakfast, but uh, I like hanging out with Dylan and Dylan likes breakfast. So I will go to breakfast. Yeah. Joe, uh, Joe will is uh, world renowned for getting bacon and orange juice mm-hmm. for breakfast. Uh, breakfast. I could take it or leave it. Lunch and dinner. Now we're talking. Wow. What a guy. Um, it blows my mind that out of the three meals of the day, would people would relinquish lunch or dinner to have more eggs. Well, it's a little different. I don't. I just. I'd rather have breakfast and dinner and skip lunch. That's where I'm at. That is. Okay. Okay. I thought you said breakfast then dinner. Okay. Skip lunch. I understand. No, That's, I skip lunch. I have breakfast and I skip lunch. Then I. Have I still will never skip dinner. lunch because I'm hungry because I haven't eaten breakfast. That, there you go. That's why you're a lunch guy. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got three categories like left. A sandwich. Dylan and nice Joe. Sandwich in the middle of the workday. Breakfast. What do you do at work? You just you just take twenty minutes to just sit and stare at the window. I mean, well, I've been the lunch is a great part of work. You're no, breaking up. Lunch. You have a delicious meal. You're like, oh, work sucks, but I have to have a delicious. I'm gonna have a fucking, uh, you know, roast beef sandwich, some au jus, dip it in some French fries, oh, and fuck you know, yeah, dude, are you kidding me? You oh, break my whole day up. I'm having a shit time. I'm eating a delicious meal. Now I'm back to work. I mean, that, that's the, it. Sucks to go back to work, but a nice little break in the middle. Imagine having twenty eggs. You drive to work. And you suffer through eight hours, and then you get to go home, and hopefully you went to the uh, Sam's Club to get yourself a half gallon of fucking orange juice for dinner or whatever. But I, for me, I'll never stop thinking that breakfast is the worst one because whenever I'm waking up, I already have somewhere to be. If I'm awake for breakfast, I need to be somewhere. I don't have time to enjoy it. And that's why the only time to go to breakfast is when I'm like on the weekends with you or somebody. I'm like, oh, yeah, I go to breakfast. But I'm never going like I'm waking up. I have to rush to get a bacon, egg, and cheese at a restaurant before I go to work. If I'm waking up for work, I'm already late. And I, I, I you know what I mean? I don't yeah, no, I hear it. you. But it's like you're going to a dunk stand. It's like it's like three minutes out of the way. You just go get a bacon, egg, and cheese and a coffee. Yeah. I, yeah. And you move on. You wake up an extra half hour early to get a, a bacon, egg, and cheese and a coffee. Yeah, fuck you. And yeah, I, I'm worth my, not it's that definitely worth my time. I'm doing it. Um, well, good for you for being able to wake up extra early for work just to get eat food. I'll never wake up early enough to eat food. <laughs> so funny. I uh yeah, that's Bigfords. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Bigfords. All right. Uh on to the fucking spin. Hell yeah. Let's see what goes on with the spin. Now I can't believe I was making the sound the whole time. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, uh, if there's any doubt about the randomization of this, sandals, Birkenstocks, Tivos, Crocs, or flip flobsters. Dylan, you can explain what you meant by that when you loaded the spin wheel with shit that you wanted to talk about. Go ahead and explain that one. 
Thank you. It sounds like um, all shit that you wore either this month or last month on a daily basis. I appreciate, I appreciate that, but it's insulting. Maybe not the Tevas, but everything else I can see you wearing, and most of them wearing wool socks that go up to your shins that have pictures of cute characters on them. Am I totally You're off insulting base? as Peroni's disease to me. So, <laughs> um, one, I don't wear sandals. Two, I don't wear Birkenstocks. Three. I can see you wearing Birkenstocks though. You don't no, act like I'm you not wear... a I'm not a fucking Birkenstock person. I'm an outdoor. I'm not saying you you are a Birkenstock if you person. Wear sandals, but it's not you that far. If no, no, you wear I can sandals, see you not wearing sandals, but Birkenstocks, I could see you wearing. I could. If you see wear you wearing. sandals, you can't run from someone trying to kill you. If you wear Birkenstocks, you can't run from someone to kill you. If you wear Crocs, if you wear any you of can? these things, you cannot. No, even Crocs, you can't. Even if you sport. wear Crocs, you can. If you wear no. flip flopsters, which are flip flops that are look like lobsters, you cannot run. No. So basically, only Crocs, Tevas, even Crocs, you can't. Crocs, you can. And Tevas, you can. No These way. two right here, Crocs have sport mode. But but Tevas, aren't but aren't Tevas they, have are they pronounced traps. Tevas? I thought they were pronounced Tevas. But aren't they know. just sandals? Teva. Aren't they just sandals though? They're, They're a brand Jesus. of sandals. They're Jesus sandals. Tevas. Let's pull them up. People on the pod are watching will be able to see the picture. Wearing Tevas my whole life. I'm and their sandals. Yeah, their sandals. No, no, to, well, to me, this is what a sandal is. It's Velcro straps around your ankle and your and the base of your feet. Okay, all right. I thought, so what are sandals then? Because to me, I these are sandals. Like thong fucking things. Or no, those are flip-flops. Those are flip flops. Oh, okay, I said flip flopsters because they're lobsters. Right, but, but those are different. Flip flops. Oh, I should have said. I should have said flip flops. Birkenstocks, Tevis Crocs, or flip flopsters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Flip flopsters right, are lobster. Well, I'm gonna look up flip flopsters next, and we'll put the picture up next. But yeah, pretty me, fucking uh, cool. Tevas, as you say, those are what I say are sandals. Okay. Things that I am, around your. Ankles. I'm a Tevas person. Okay. I wear yeah. Tevas. Well, I I would I am gonna and go Crocs. my whole life, uh, since I was a child, never Where wearing these Adidas again. Ones. Even even seeing these 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 Velcro straps on this cushion, I can feel the itchy in the sand on my ankles, and I want to puke. Sandals are the worst version of open-toed shoes. I, you know, as much as I've shit on Crocs on this show, and I will continue to because I have continue. He's going to continue to shit on them for next. I, I will. I would rather wear Crocs every day of the week than sandals. I mean, is there a shittier? footwear than sandal i i wonder i don't know it's not, I think, not only I is think... it uncomfortable but it's unwieldy and the elements get to you so it has all the elements of open toe fucked up i think that the homo sapiens have been wearing sandals for thousands of years so that is our official shoe as a species i think i agree with you that for the most part we've been wearing uh sandals or nothing yeah for yeah. most i, of I would the say time. nothing is the majority I'd and say second way place less than one percent of one percent of time we've been wearing anything else besides sandals in the yeah. modern day sandals kevin because it's off-road mode you know yeah. but um but i say that would be ranked on my list the bottom and i haven't even looked up flip-flops yeah but dude bergen socks are for like rich white uh disease guys yeah, tevis are well they well they started out as you know, Grateful Dead 1960s people going to see a concert. And well, only because of the fucking... modern era. Everything mm. that's hipster used to be poor people, and now yep. it's hipster. Now it's rich. So, yeah. I mean, although I don't wear Birkenstocks either, I thought you might wear them because, you know, you no. like wearing shoes that you can't get, um, you know, jacked up in. 
and that you might i mean i i mean i just no, could I, see I, you wearing, I, I mean you I, are you are a uh, an inch away from wearing Birkenstocks every day of your i life know and, and i know cool. i know i do know okay this. so at least you admit that and i, don't I think it's a bad it, thing and i thought either. about buying some recently I don't because, think it'd be a bad move for you because I because I'm strictly right Teva guy because Teva's I can do anything and I can yeah I can kayak in I can surf in I can oh yeah yeah they're much you can fucking, be active because you have Velcro I can go straps, hiking in them plastic straps wrapped around your they ankles. have they have off road tread you know they're pre fucking well the ones I do have they're fucking awesome yeah. and I also and they look croc. stupid as fuck they I know dumb. I get called fucking every name under the book every you day of my life. And then, oh yeah, that I should get, be stated for this. In this category, everything on this category, you look like a fucking moron if you wear these. Doesn't mean you can't wear them. That's true. Yeah, you just look like an idiot if you wear. You them. do, yeah. But Crocs also look terrible. But at least they're so funny that they're funny. They are funnier. Yeah, the yeah. same thing. Even for flip flops, people think they look cool in flip flops. I don't care if you're wearing like flip flops. The, the do Adidas, not look cool. Or people call them the Adidas. Mm. They call them slides now because they don't want to call no. them flip flops because flip flops are so lame. You know what? Slides? You're not tricking me, all right? They're still flip no. flops, and you look stupid in them. Well, especially if you're a guy with the thong ones, like get at the fuck out of here. Oh, I know. Yeah. No way. Rough, no way. Rough. No, no, no. But no, what you should wear is the the dude, the dude from the Big Lebowski wears jellies. Yeah, jellies. Yeah, and clear jellies. At least that's so much funnier than all of these. That it's fucking hilarious. I mean, it's the funniest of all of them. So, to be sure but it is first, also you look like a fucking dummy yeah so that's funny um i i'm gonna have to go with uh what was the list again we have birkenstocks sandals birkenstocks yeah flip flopsters which are the lobster oh no i have the picture pulled up Crocs right now I, i'm gonna tell us yeah i'm gonna put uh tevas and sandals in the same category because in my mind they're tevas is a brand it's like saying sneakers or nikes it's like well it's the same thing in my mind uh i'm gonna have to go with flip flopsters number one because i'm looking at them right now and they look awesome pretty fucking cool and, and I think uh, that you're right. i think that they probably don't fit as well because they look like they're made just to look nice and they probably don't really fit your foot they're kind of like a novelty item it's it, this, they can get them for 20 bucks which means they're basically like a nice. costume like a halloween costume you know and halloween costumes never fit well because they're made for everybody and that's not really how you want your oh there's green flip flopsters uh, i'm gonna say that's number one i'm gonna say uh number two being uh birkenstocks even though i've never worn them they just seem more like flip flops with extra steps uh and then i'll go uh crocs and then uh then sandals uh because i hate sandals so much and i still would never wear any of these um but but that, that's my order what about you yeah, no. So my order is going to be Tevas. I'll never break free from the Teva. The the change that I wear in this life yeah. that are Tevas. Um, yeah. Big Teva fan. Uh, number two is going to be sandals. The same thing. Um, right. Number three is going to be two or three is going to be Crocs because Crocs are fucking good. I did a whole series on wearing Crocs mountain biking when when it's super wet and it's been fine. Um, <clears throat> Next up, I think you picked uh, it as your number one men's fashion too, which was a bold move. Because it is the most indispensable resource, cheap to make, durability, uh, flexibility, yeah, able to be dried. It's just it is the perfect shoe. I'm Classic sorry. guy move. Your number one fashion item was uh, all function, no fashion. All function, no fashion. Um, and then uh, definitely the next on list is gonna be flip flopsters. Um, because yeah, it's good, uh, it's fucking stuff. hilarious. It's like the 
crustacean menstruation station. It's like a, this thing I saw this girl Hell made yeah, a dude. corner of the bathroom, um, this lobster themed uh, tampon and uh, oh my god station. well i mean you should have just left it at that because i thought you came up with a really clever thing <laughs> you just saw it on Pinterest. no they like did this whole wall of crabs and lobsters and and called it the that is just, dancing with the devil making just a whole section a wall, based on your genitals and crabs a wall and- of tampons that you, you like for guests to use and stuff called the crustacean menstruation station so i, like I appreciate that. that in number last and never fucking wearing them are flip-flops no, uh, Birkenstocks. Oh, fuck. Okay, Birkenstocks, then flip-flops. They both... Oh, you'd rather wear Birkenstocks than flip-flops. All right. Yes. Um, so as long as they have a lobster on them, they beat Birkenstocks. Birkenstocks, I can, I maybe can run in because they have four straps. Well, two straps. I uh, think you shouldn't be running in any of these. They're open-toed shoes. Dude, I you run, run all the time. Close I'm always your running. I always run. I always need to do things. Sometimes all of a sudden it's like... Impromptu. I know, but I think for the majority Hi. of mankind, if you need to run, then don't put on anything where your toenails are sticking out. Put on some goddamn shoes. For Dude, I could run 26.2 miles. I'm not saying you heavens. couldn't do it. I'm saying you shouldn't do it. I'm not doing it in flip-flops, though. Or burgers. No, you're not. No, you're or not. flip-flopsters. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying not that they're it. all that they're all equally bad at running. I'm saying that uh, you know <laughs> they're all bad at running. Not equally. Yeah, but flip flopsters are funnier. So I wouldn't want to get chased by a murderer in any of these. I'll tell you that right now. You would in Tevas. You'd be fine. I promise. I would be getting dirt and rocks and all kinds of shit in my feet. But I'd rather have nice closed-toed shoes on, and I'd be unless wearing you know, you know, sneakers. you will be fine in Tevas. I wear them every day. Um, but your call, you let me know. I mean, I'll let you know if I get chased by a murderer in my Tevas, and I'll I'll give you a rating. I'd say it's probably an eight and a half. That can't be. It cannot be. Mm-hmm. It can't be better than. I, I mean, I'll think of all the closed-toed shoes in the world, and an eight and a half is Tevas. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You're being biased, and I won't hear it anymore. No, nope. done. No, I have off-road tread. You're, you're, and... you're close-minded and biased on Tevas. It's fine. You like them. No, being chased have... by a murderer, you'd pick an open-toed sandal with Velcro straps. Dude, you're the being Spartans, murdered. Dude, the Spartans wore these. And they they didn't have... The, the Spartans had and one basketball sneakers. They'd wear them instead. I know, but they you know wore what they these. They wear number and... one. They wear combat boots because they're a war fighter. They kicked so much fucking ass and curbs on people. Because who? what do you think the other team was wearing? The, the same, same thing. fucking things. Yeah, of course. Everyone's wearing this is what we're good yeah, at. Yeah, right. So, like, so you, you just proved my point. Everyone's wearing this shit. Dude, today. probably more people have been kicked in the face with sandals than not in the history of man. Completely irrelevant and to what I'm killed, saying, but yes. And killed by it. Like, all of a sudden, it's like, this is Sparta. And the guy fucking kicks him in a fucking sandal. It's true. I mean, just because of the fact that there's been more sandals worn than everything, you're correct, but it doesn't prove any point that you're saying at all. It's like saying that more it's people just have saying, been in the sun than not in the sun because the sun is in the sky. Good, yeah, good these point. guys walked like 40 miles a day in these fucking things, man. They, they yeah, imagine if they had too. actual foot support, how much farther they could walk. If they'd break down immediately. All the fucking and one shoes would just like all the fucking sole would come off. You really these think shoes. that those Spartan sandals lasted longer than modern day combat boots in the U.S. military? Absolutely. Now you're fucking tripping. I now agree. Tripping. I think they did. They were handmade, well-made, made of a certain type of leather, and they yeah. they had to. They had I, no I think you're, you're watching too many movies. You're watching. Too uh, many no, movies. I'm not watching movies, dude. Modern day combat boots are like kind of shitty. It's they're they're, they're like two hundred dollars for a pair of the fucking things. They are, but if you had a good sandal, dude, you'd never need them. 
That's retarded. No one's saying. No one's saying this. Sorry, we're never gonna agree on this. Let's go. Let's fucking go. I say the sandal is the ultimate. All right, share my screen. If you if you work in a kitchen, you can't wear sandals because there's a knife. Imagine having bullets. Yeah, you can't, dude. You can't do that. So for some reason, it's safer in in a combat situation than in a kitchen when you're making shrimp cocktails. We'll see. All right, two topics left. We could spin. Here we go. Probably that one. All right, Joe, you want to read that? Little white dogs with shit in their eyes. Little white dogs with shit in their eyes. It won't let me eliminate it. It's fine. So I'm guessing that, yeah, no, remember, remember when it comes down to the last one, you have to keep it for whatever reason. That. Um, so yeah, this is very specific because it's, uh, we've known a couple of these type of dogs. And by shit, you mean uh, some people refer to as eye crusties or eye boogers. All of a sudden, their whole face and their eyes turns uh, brown and red. Yeah, well, here's orange. the difference, I think. When, because all dogs have eye boogers, much like we do, we call it sand in our eyes or eye boogers. We mostly get them out of our way. But dogs that are have white fur, it shows up more because it's like a, it's like a nice white backdrop to show up against. And doubly on that, you're thinking of dogs who don't shed. If you don't shed your fur, then your little eye boogers stick there and then your tears stain your face more and more over the course of two, three, four months because you don't shed. So imagine if you cried into your hair every day, how fucking nasty your hair would be. <laughs> That's what dogs' faces are that we've bred to have no shedding and have cute curly hair and little Ewok faces. And uh, white dogs that shed, they don't have the, the teardrops under their eyes like they were a beaten child. They, uh, they just shed it right off. They sure do. And um, those typical dogs are usually way more annoying than the rest of the dogs. And all of a sudden they're fucking assholes. And then they're <laughs> then all of a sudden they're scared of thunder. Um, but uh, that is the little white dog with shit in their eyes. They need to be brought to either you, who is a good hair cutter for dogs or a groomer, because if you don't cut their hair, much like humans, they'll never stop growing, which I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that all wild dogs shed because they don't have anyone to cut their hair. I think and so. Like all weird... human bred dogs that are the ones that have the hair that keeps growing forever because you couldn't survive in the wild if you. If but that's insane. Would... I mean, so like for example, it's like true, Mal- Maltese, you know, would be a dog that would be in this category. Yeah, they don't shed. Fifty percent of the time, they're white. And they do that, but like they're that's a jap that's a it's I don't know it's Japanese, they're they're Asian dogs. Mm-hmm. Um how on earth do you get bred to be dependent on another species? Uh well, because that species is breeding you like that on purpose. So but how do you if it never exists in the first place, how is all of a sudden because when you have a mutation, there there was once a dog that couldn't shed. <laughs> And that dog's fur didn't so stop We need to growing. make this dog. We're gonna breed this dog. Yeah, yeah. It, it just wouldn't stop shed. It would never shed. It just kept growing its hair. And they go, "This is great. Look at the beautiful long hair." And they let that dog get a couple nuts off, and then they kept keeping it forever and ever. And then enough dogs were like that. I mean, and we we're also misrepresenting the number. Of do- Every time we talk about evolution, you forget about the number, the sheer numbers. Probably one million dogs with hair that grew died, and then. You know, now five million are still alive because they pick them out one by one, and then it's a brutal process. It makes more sense with plants. You're like, oh, this plant has a red flower. This has a purple flower. Let's plant more seeds. 
But when it comes down to animals, it's much more ruthless to think that you're letting animals die or you're killing them yourself because you don't have the right genetic properties. But only in the modern day do we treat animals as if they matter. For the last, I mean, even longer than we've been wearing sandals, we've been treating animals like they're a property or pieces of meat. And we just kill them off if they don't fit the right bill. And that's how you get, you know, dogs who can go from the Maltese to the, uh, you know, Alaskan Malamute or whatever the hell you want. That's a good point. That's you have a, a pug point. and you have a Rottweiler. It's, we already went over it. You know, I had a trap door about it. They're the same exact animal. <laughs> Only humans have decided that these genes work. And the ones that have a little slightly longer nose, they, uh, they throw them in a potato sack and they, they throw them in the river. It's not pretty. It's not pretty. Goddamn. All right. You ready for spin this thing? So, uh, sure am. I just got to plug my laptop thing. So it's about, about to die. Yeah. Sounds good. You want to take a quick commercial break before we do our last and, and final thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. That, that sounds good. good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Good luck, Ferrari. You don't even have a back seat, you bitch. Fucking bitch ass. Fucking bitch ass bitch. So. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. We got one topic left. Let's see. Let's see where we go with this. We are we are recording. Joe's got the fucking bells. Here we fucking go. We're going to spin it. Let's see what we get, Joe. All right. Let's see what we got here. We got two left and we already picked one. And we can't see it, but that's all right. We know the and last one. It picked a little white dogs with shit in their eyes. What do you have to say about that, Joe? <laughs> all right. Well, don't worry. We can't see it. So maybe it picked Bong Joon Ho. Because oh, I didn't hit share screen. <laughs> yes. uh, so let's share the screen real quick. Um, all right. Let's spin we'll the wheel. Again. Okay. It's between little white dogs with shit in their eyes and Bong Joon Ho. Oh, oh night, I hope it's Bong Joon Bong Junho, I think. Bong Junho. My first thought is that his first name is Bong. What do you think of that? And his last name is Ho, which is also hilarious. Bong Ho. That's funny. And in the middle is June, spelled J-O-O-N, which is hilarious Wrong. too. Yeah. So Bong Junho is a Korean filmmaker. Joe, do you know what he has made? Because he's one of the best out there. Absolutely. <laughs> And I'm so glad because when I originally saw this spinning around the wheel, I wasn't clocking it because I was trying to be fair. Like, oh, whatever it lands on. But I saw that. I'm like, it sounds like some kind of, I was thinking of like, you know, bong. well, not, no, yeah, I wish I think of that. I was thinking of other Asian leaders and I was like, who is that one? You know, I was thinking of the fucking, I was thinking of Ho Chi Minh. I was thinking yeah. of Mao Zedong. And then I, and I realized, oh, Bong Joon-ho, it's one of the best directors ever. Because I've only seen two of his movies. Me too. I, I've only seen two. What have you seen? And it's probably the same ones that I've seen then because I haven't seen Okja. Is, uh, and I loved them. And the first one I saw, I didn't know who he was. And I still didn't know who he was until I saw the second movie, probably six years later. And it was this movie. It was not widely released. People didn't really talk about it, but it was already on the internet. They're like, you got to watch this movie. It looks like a B sci-fi movie like Sharknado, but it's not. Just watch it. It's amazing. Ooh. It was a movie called Snowpiercer. Oh. Have you seen that movie? That's what I've been told to watch, but I have not seen Snowpiercer. I, I, I thought for sure that was going to be one. I thought, if anything, you'd only see in that one. Nope. Okay, well, my mistake. But but yeah, Snowpiercer is the first movie I ever saw by him, and I didn't even know, I didn't know that it was him. I didn't know it was Korean director. I knew nothing about it. 
because it's in English and it's got a white guy in it who's the main character, right? I yep. watched, I know about it. The but, entire yeah. thing is in English. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's a couple of Asian people in the movie, but it's mostly all whiteies. And they're on a train and it's the end of the world yes. and it's frozen over. <laughs> and if the train stops the moving, then everyone yep. dies. And there's like a caste system. I won't say more about it, but it's amazing. No, no, no. It's I don't think you can spoil it because and if you watch the trailer for it, it looks kind of stupid. It's like, okay, it's because it looks like, hey, I'm a tough guy. I'm going to be on a train. Hey, I'm going to fight people. It's not only is it better than that, it's not what you're expecting and you're going to fucking love it. Snow I can't wait to watch it. not recommend it. Because that's what turned me off was the trailer. I was like, you know, maybe I'll the watch it. The trailer looks like garbage. Yeah, it looks a little too weird sci-fi apocalyptic train. Like it's like, Whatever, oh, the world's ending, it. but it's a train. It's Oh, yeah, you know, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, How is the train? Where, yeah, 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 yeah. Who okay. cares? Okay. Yeah, no, it's, it's so, I mean... And you're just calling for me, the cynical asshole about movies. I had the exact same attitude as you. I go, ah, I don't know. I'm not going to watch that piece of shit. And then I finally watched it and I was like, well, this is twice as good because of how bad I thought it was going to be. Not only is it good, it's a legitimately great film that happens to look like shit in the trailer. I was like, it's amazing. I can't wait. Dude. And no that wonder me out people so liked it because, I mean, not to sandbag the rest of your pick here which i want you to say what you've seen by him but uh he goes on to win the oscar for not just best foreign film best film of the year for snowpiercer no for another film that oh well i know that yeah i know i know where we're going here this is but that's what i'm saying he he goes from a weird sci-fi idea that ends up being great to literally winning the oscar on the same stage as like fucking silence of the lambs or and it Forrest is Gump, it's you know, exactly the same stage that and there is no way shape or form that's not on the same category it is absolutely that good and so film, can you before you say that one can yes. you say the other one you saw by him because i thought it was for sure snowpiercer no it wasn't it was called memories of murder memories of murder and i haven't heard of that one and it is i've only heard of okja it's about a Sort of small industrial. Better be about a murder. It is. It's about a small industrial town that keeps having Korea? these, like, in Korea, um, outside of Seoul. Like, uh, it's, like, north of Seoul by, like, a good amount. And obviously, we're talking about South Korea because he's a filmmaker. Yes. Which you're not allowed to do in North Korea, obviously. Correct. Um, and they've got all these kind of identical but weird murders and their cops are complete idiots like they're overly uh-huh. aggressive and they um uh it's just there's it's so in depth so anyway so this this young cop comes up from seoul to try to it's a young detective comes up to try to investigate these murders and don't give the whole thing because i do i'm not i'm it. not at all but I, i'm not okay, at all so but it's like they're, they're, it's it's funny because it's not funny, but the way that they are is there's no American film or any other formula I'm seeing that can have this the level of um now I hear you saying that because the, the Bong Joon Ho funniness like that. Yeah. He has this level of fun like to a, him. It's kind of dark and like strange humor, but it's legitimately hilarious. It's dark, strange humor that's jar- dark, strange humor that's legitimately hilarious, like you said, that you cannot even put a finger on. Like I, I, I can't i can give you examples but you it would make no sense that's how i yeah. feel about you just gotta this watch movie it for yourself. you have to watch for yourself and like, i'm gonna watch memories, it for myself memories of murder is memories of murder yeah. every second it's an amazing movie and yeah. and and again uh, i will talk I about it after you watch it but there's just there's it leaves you with some questions and and uh um, yeah no for and sure it's, it's and it's a true story a true story on top of all that wow yeah hell yeah 
It's a true story. That and uh, next up we have his magnum opus as of this is right it. now. This is the one. It's not based on a true story, but it might as well be. And we're talking about Parasite, of course. We're talking right? about Parasite. Yeah. yeah. It won the Oscar for Best Picture. And it fucking and it won Best Foreign Film, obviously. But that's like when Beyonce uh, won Best Female Video and Best Video of the Year. It's like, well, why even say female then? It's just the best one. Yeah. It's not yep, the best foreign exactly. film. It's just the best film of the year. And I loved it. And a lot God, of people who I know won't watch it because they have to read the subtitles. And those same people love Dumb Squid idiots. Game dubbed. And I'm like, oh, good. You love Squid Game dubbed. Uh, first of all, you're don't do it to yourself. Why would you? And second of all, welcome to watching films that aren't made in America. They're pretty good, right? Their site is a great example. Very, 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 very good. And I have a whole list of movies with subtitles that are unbelievably good. Yeah, we're missing and out on so sometimes much. Sometimes I'm not in it's the not reading either. It's People fine. say it's reading, but it's not reading. You're watching not, movie. But, you look down if you want to know what they're going to say. It's fine. Yeah. And another thing, too, is like uh, unrelated, but like I watched Nosferatu last year before we did our Vampires episode. Right. We talked and, about it. And yeah. that's a silent movie with, mm-hmm. and they, it's like reading a book um only obviously that right? that and, is more and, that's a harder sell but i hear you're saying that. no no it's no it subtitles is, it, it is but just if you are out there and you listen to this and you haven't done this just give it a shot like even nosferatu from like 1920 or whatever it's from it's mm-hmm. silent but it, it's it's yeah. it's like once upon a time it, 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 you read everything oh no they do a good i job saw that movie and i almost have it's a hard 100 recollection of wanna not remembering that it was even silent because you know, sometimes <laughs> it's in your head at, you, at, story, at, yeah. you know at, at my age a lot of times i sure. need subtitles and it's in english because i yeah, can't now that will never anything. be me i don't need subtitles if it's english and people who watch stand-up comedy with subtitles on that's should insane. deserve not to watch no it. i know i know but sometimes the way the way that they do the audio recording on some things, i get it it's easier to read movies, it but no, no 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 i just can't fucking hear anything i'm like what are they i miss it i miss really important things I so that. I hate, I hate, I but, hate but I don't want to get on my diatribe with subtitles. But if fine. you can yeah. get past that, Parasite is an and amazing And you film. should get past that. Just give it, swallow your fucking breath. And, 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 and actually, and I don't do even it. want to God talk about it, it because I went into it blind, which I've only done for like a handful of movies ever. And almost always, I love them. Sure. Blind is the way to Maybe go. blind, it's like, okay, you're going to like it more than not because you don't have any negative expectations. But I mean, this movie starts out as like dylan said that kind of like dark comedy that's legitimately hilarious and turns into some crazy like um esoteric horror uh you know commentary still dark humor but you know actually a thriller i mean the thing's crazy off the walls but it's it's, yeah so like just all i have to say is that like it was Everyone's like, oh, there's this new Korean horror movie and it's whatever it is. And I'm like, ah, I'm good. I've seen The Ring. I've seen like, you know, all these other, you know, yeah, which are all, like, which are all Japanese so you just think, horror movies. I know, but you just think that it's going to be something like that. It's not a horror movie. I didn't in know that. In any way, it, shape, way. or form, like you think it is. It's no. not that all. It's like, this is. It's I mean, just, if anything, it is more thriller, but like I said, the, the first yeah. half of the movie, I've never seen a movie be that good and shift tone that dramatically usually yeah. it's either a comedy and it shifts tones to be weird or it's like an indie film you're like oh i didn't know it's gonna go this way this thing is like a triple a movie that is one half and the second half they're connected and they make a beautiful picture but they're not the same vibe at all like it doesn't feel like the same movie five minutes in and five minutes before it's done you could have tricked me it was two different movies if i wasn't so sure they tied together so well yeah no i i, I hear you on that um 
and it's it's amazing as most has an incredible message and that makes you think and just just again don't watch a trailer don't listen to fucking us don't go on reddit fucking no, nothing we're, we're not doing it if you are looking for a movie to watch that is meaningful which i I'm promise you always you will always feel something looking for something meaningful that allows you to feel something no matter what yeah. your fucking deal is your day your fucking boyfriend your girlfriend both yeah. your fucking mom whatever is your problem just watch this movie yeah if nothing else i promise you've never seen anything like this before yeah maybe I, you love it, maybe you hate it but it's for sure unique it's not just another movie of the week pumped out again yeah. and again and i've never seen something like you know i don't know i mean no one ever said that they go damn you know like yeah there's again like joe said nothing ever in this way and it is not there you cannot possibly use your human brain to even predict or think about what it's going to be you can't even if you watch a trailer watch a trailer you wouldn't even know no, yeah. don't watch the trailer yeah don't, it's not worth it it's fine it's not worth it just watch it if you want something meaningful which i'm so tired of watching a bunch of bullshit which is yep. why i have a whole list of movies that is, have been meaningful and and good and, and make you think this is one of them it's really good and it's not going to leave you with your you know like like fucked up you know like what happened you know, it's like no no it's 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 comprehensible no you'll get the message it's pretty, you'll get it it's not i mean as much as it is like a, a message sewn throughout which is masterful it's not sub, it's not subversive it's like it's right in your face it's like you see what i'm talking about here mm -hmm. I'm, I'm speaking to you in korean don't you understand me no like, like it's yeah like you said dylan it's yeah, you it's won't be like boom up. i'm what does it mean like what's, what's the, the meaning mean? Like, no no you'll get the meaning, meaning. You'll get yeah. it. You'll get it. So you so, can interpret so, it in different ways, but you get what he's talking about. Exactly. So that was a nice. That, that was a nice uh, ending to uh, the wheel. Bong Joon Ho deserves all of it. Every I've seen two movies. Joe, me and Joe combined, I've seen three, and they've all been incredible and have a sense of humor that is like that smart sense of humor that doesn't need to be like have to say LOL at the end of a text message. You know, yeah. it's, have people think it, it's you're letting thinking. your audience. It's, have it's some just in your audience. It's just they'll, they'll working it. on they'll the laugh. general wavelength of most people that I I, I get, you know, and this movie yeah. is is got a, a very interesting sense of humor to it. So bon uh, cheers to Bong Joon-ho. That's the wheel. We completed I it again. And we did it. fucking God that he comes out with another movie soon. There we I go, know. Joe. Bring the bells. Let's do the bell. We got it. That's another episode of The Wheel. And this is July's finest. July's finest wheel. You understand? Finest wheel. And I bet in the entire world, we are can't get July 2022's finest wheel. No one else is saying this. No one's saying it. And a basement's finest podcast. A basement's finest podcast. Possibly with a new basement studio coming out soon. Thanks to all of you guys. And, um, and we're excited. So, Joe, this was episode 59, right? 59. That's 59. correct. You guys will be fucking blown away by episode 60. You know what that means? We're on another 10. Another 10. Top 10, probably. No spoilers, but hot guests. Number 10 sort of becomes a thing. We'll see you guys as soon as we can. All right. Now time to do final thoughts. Final th Show you go first, my friend. <laughs> no, final kidding. thoughts. <laughs> the podcast is over. We'll see you next week. <laughs> I just have to do final thoughts so I can throw it in there. It's the Dylan Joe Basement July's Finest Wheel podcast. 
it can't be more wonderful folks we love you at the wheel get happen on the game show in the basement it's the best it's the, it's best. the july's finest dylan send the folks home what are they what are they going home with tonight they're gonna win a prize they're going home with two man one wheel one basement podcast you're going home tonight with a bunch of random facts about Bong Joon-ho, famous South Korean director, little white dogs with shit in their eyes, and maybe a pair of flip-flopsters. We'll see you guys next week for episode 60 on the Dylan Joe Basement Podcast. And uh, Costco, I consider the Pepsi of BJ's. Costco is the Pepsi of BJ's. No, my dick's curved, and they told no, me. No, no, no. You go. I have Peroni's disease. Oh, yes. <laughs> like you, yeah. you make it sound I'm like a professional. No, no, no. no, you, no, no. I suffer. Su- I'm suffering from Peroni's disease. <laughs> yes. I'm I'm suffering from chronic Peroni's disease. No, is has the same energy that keeps it moving that no one can identify that powers human beings as well. Uh, like, it's called horsepower. That's kind of it's a bad horsepower. Yeah, it's a funny. Nice joke. I have scoliosis. That's what you Curve. call it. Scoliosis. Scoliosis, yeah. Uh, I thought it was scoliosis. I, you know what, dude? I'm not. Uh, I didn't go to that type of college, so I don't know. <laughs> you're, you're such a fucking bullshitter. <laughs> Every time I didn't go to college, so I don't know. I, I pick it that, up. That I type pick of it up college. as I like, go. Oh, I didn't go to a medical school either. I, uh, I don't know. I didn't go Maybe to that type of college. I don't. I don't. Scott, what, what did I say? I, I like to. Be, I like to use the inefficient light bulbs because it makes the world look like it did when I was a kid, and I like. So deeper. I like touching things. Quick like. jingle from uh, Bill Burr's podcast. Meandies, meandies, no more sweaty balls, but oh, though. I mean, they didn't tell him to say that. Like, I thought you were making a joke. because I thought I, you were I, joking. I, I'm I like, it's loud as fuck. I hear nothing. But everything else I can see you wearing, and most of them wearing wool socks that go up to your shins that have pictures of cute characters on them. Am I totally You're off insulting base? as Peroni's disease to me.